feeling groove, feeling groove, feeling good, feeling good, feeling groove, feeling groove, feeling good, feeling good, feeling groove, feeling groove, feeling good, feeling good, feeling groove. I keep that on my mind. We are back. It is I, FRH Golden, and my man 50 Grand and co-pilot, Kyle, a.k.a. K-Blaze. And we are here to give you something about podcasts. You have reached a podcast where we talk about podcasts, review podcasts, give you our deepest, innermost thoughts about podcasts in about an hour and a half. Ow. Maybe longer. <laughs> Maybe longer. Yeah, but for all the new listeners, um, we choose a podcast. We listen to the six most recent episodes. We take notes. We listen to it through a critical lens, and we um, get our thoughts to you. And the name of the podcast that we are covering today is called The Friend Zone. Welcome to The Friend So, uh, one of the interesting things about this podcast, the name is actually a little deceiving. Really deceiving. Real misleading. What did you think think it was about? I thought it was about relationships and how to like move it forward from like courting or someone you like to something serious. So basically, I thought it was maybe like a podcast that like younger people or like lames, I I shouldn't say lames, or people who struggle to have significant relationships will listen to. I actually thought it was the same thing, you know. Um, Obviously, the podcast isn't what it sounds like, all right? Before we go into actually what the podcast is really about, I just want to focus on what it could have been. So, has there ever been a time where you've been friend zoned? Uh, probably. I think so. I think so. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent certain. Right. It's like whenever you look at something from a distance, you think it's you think it's a deer, you know. But the closer you get, you just realize it's uh, it's bushes or something. I feel like you've probably you've definitely been friends. I feel like every man has probably been friend zoned um, because it has all to do with your intentions. That's what. It starts off like where you intended for one thing to happen, and then that person in, in, insisted that you were in a, another category. So that happens to all dudes who talk to women. I mean, it might happen to dudes who talk to dudes. Yeah, I mean, probably that too. Um, yeah. yeah, who it happens to all dudes who are interested in relationships. And man, it happens to anyone who's interested in a relationship, male or female, two male or female, or whatever else you identify. I, I don't know. It, I could, I could definitely. I think there's a lot that? more women who have bro, never been friend zone. No, no, bro. I've definitely they get put chicks in the friend zone. No, man, I've definitely put chicks in the friend zone. I mean, you probably know some of the chicks that you. I know you friend zone chicks, man. I, I friend zone women, but I just I I feel like there are certain women that probably have never been friend zone. That's probably true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Because there's some dudes who are like, okay, I don't really know. This chick might be annoying, but like. Damn, she's beautiful. I got to, you know what I mean? See, yeah, that's fair. But you know what, man? I feel like there's never been, I don't think there's been a dude who's friend zoned a chick that he's found attractive. Unless, like, you know, she has some crazy personal baggage or, like, maybe she dealt with some, like, one of his homies or something. Or 
maybe her poom poom was a little smelly and she wasn't using gentle lady wash. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But that was a smooth ass transition, dog. I like it. All that said, so you're telling me that you've been friend zoned before then? I definitely have been friend zoned. I feel like you being friend zoned is directly correlated with how interested you are on pursuing relationships whether how however serious or not and because generally speaking i i do enjoy new relationships and new uh new lady friends in my life because that because that desire is there there's been a, often t- there's been more than a few times where uh that desire was not mutual but like one of the things that i want to talk about is the very first time I was friend zone. And may, because I feel like, yeah, people always talk about their first, first kiss, first time having sex, first love. Nobody wants to talk about the first friend zone. But I feel like it's a unique enough experience that 80% of the people, if they really think about it, they could like, it, it will, it will, it will bring up, it will, that memory will resonate. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I've been trying to think of it as you were talking. I still can't remember the first time that I've been friends. That's because like, like it was a traumatic experience for you and you put it in that dark place, in that dark box in your mind. So once nah, you man, see a you gotta therapist- re- You got to remember the trauma, bro. You got to remember the trauma. <laughs> once, you th- once you see a, a therapist, they will help you unpack that uh, traumatic experience. But you know that, that's not what we're going to do here today. But I'm going to talk about my first time because it wasn't so traumatic. I- was in love, not really in love. I really was attracted to this girl named Brianna. And I, I believe this was in first grade. And first grade. You know, by sixth grade standards, she looked just like Janet Jackson. Cause you know that's Janet Jackson was like the hottest thing in the streets at that point. Like that that was when she was doing like into thunder and rain used to come up on the uh on the MTV video and that video was so sexy oh my god i couldn't wait till i got older and could have sex but anyway this girl was like just beautiful and she had like i don't know if I, her voice was really soft but in my mind she had a soft voice she was just mad cool we was going like take over the world together you know what i'm saying and so i used to think about her I used to uh, dream about her. One day, like, she hit me, like, with, like, these five words. I think it's five words. And it, like, changed the trajectory of everything. Like, we was in class one day, and she just was like, you're my cousin in God's way. The hell is that? You you didn't do that growing up? Y'all didn't have, like, cousins in God's way? Nah, bro. I mean, we had like, you know, fake cousins or whatever that we claimed each other, but never know cousins in God's way. Well, that was our way of saying fake cousin, but we had like a a, a thing. It said it was like, yo, oh, that's my cousin in God's way. You know what I'm saying? And so she gave me that. And since I was her cousin in God's way, that meant that she automatically could not be my girlfriend. And it made me dream about her even more. Maybe that was one of the things about like lust I learned, like, you know, like the thing that you can't have, you want it even more. It was like, it wasn't even something that I, I thought that I could fight. You know, I was like, once she, once she put that out there, it was a wrap. I would never, ever be able to kick it with Brianna. You know what I'm saying? And I wonder where Brianna is right now. I don't know. She's probably like 972 pounds with 18 children. 
I mean, if that's what if that if that's how you got to think to get over, her, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, or she could just be a a, a beautiful person, you know what I'm saying? And if, if that's the case, I would like to rekindle our relationship. I don't remember what Brianna's last name. What relationship? Is. Your, your cousin relationship? Y'all gonna go to family reunion together? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking Yo. about? <laughs> Yo, come on, bro. Why why you bringing back this pain? <laughs> now I'm about to put you it in my did. box. <laughs> oh man. Nah, man. So so it's safe to say that you guys aren't friends then, right? I mean, you don't even you didn't keep in touch with her or anything. No, I don't know what her last name is. It was completely first grade. And there's certain people I remember like their names, but I, I don't think I, I started learning people's last names to like third grade. And I, she may have transferred from the school or something like that. And I'm from Rochester. Like, it's also highly likely that she may have caught a straight bullet because Rochester is crazy like that. But accident, but, accident murderers. Yeah. <laughs> accident murderers. That, <laughs> hey, hey, my man, that was well done. That was well done, man. What about your friend's own experience? Um, but basically, everything that you told me before, as far as, you know, what, determines if you've been friend zone and if you're in a friend zone, I kind of feel like it's not actually the case, right? Because you said that intentions matter and what your expectations for the relationship are also matter. And I think that I've never had high hopes for a real relationship. I just think that it was very, it was a very ambiguous situation. So I tried something to get the, to like remove the ambiguity and it became very clear, right? Um, in a nutshell, somehow I became friends with this um, young lady on Facebook. Oh, that's back when Facebook friends actually matter. Like, if she accepted your Facebook request, it was actually like a thing. Like, there was like a seventy-four percent chance that y'all could actually hang out because she pressed accept. Unlike today, yeah, because this is like two thousand and six. You know, this is I think around the same time that the only way you could even have Facebook was to have a college email address. Mm. So everyone was before you let all you hood, hood niggas out on on the fucking joint. <laughs> yeah, man. When you can only hear by the word of mouth, man. When you like, man, I heard about this Facebook thing, but I'm still on Black Planet, yo. Facts. But nah, man. So <clears throat> basically, we end up being Facebook friends somehow. I think that I thought she was in a similar group that I was in. I was doing a fellowship um, for civic responsibility and civic leadership, and I thought she was affiliated with it. We started talking, and then I come to find out that that that's not even the case. I don't even know how me and her became friends, but you know, we just rolled with it. You know, so uh, you know, she gave me her number, or I gave her my number. Either way, we started talking, and one day, one weekend, I went back Pittsburgh, and she invited me over to her dormitory. So we're in her dorm room, we're just talking, we're just kicking it, just watching television, nothing crazy going on at all. But again, it's still kind of ambiguous. I don't know. What's going on? I don't know. FYI, which way to the younger listen listeners, like who are going to college or who are in college, that happens a lot. It's to be expected. So just because you get invited to the dorm and to watch TV or movies, that does not mean y'all really Netflix and chilling it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to want y'all to move forward with false expectations. But continue on, bro. Yeah, man. Tread lightly. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. So whenever I left her room, again, nothing happened at this point. We just kicked it probably for about an hour or so. She walked me down to my car. And for anyone who lives in dorms you or lived in a dorm, you already know that you can't let anyone just walk out of your room and out of the building without escorting them. So that's part of why she had to walk me to the car or whatever. So <laughs> we get to the car. And, you know, so before I, ro- before I leave, I lean in for the kiss. And she kind of gives me this really weird 
confirmation that it's not that type of party. Uh, I tried to explain it before, and it, it just it just doesn't make any sense. It's better in the visual medium than it is in this audio medium. All right? So the confirmation, what was the confirm? What's this? I'm interested now. What is this weird confirmation? Was it like Mace? No, nah, nothing, nothing like that. Again, so I, I lean in. It was really subtle. It wasn't like a big straight in. It's well, just Kyle's like, pretty I'm, short, I'm, so like he doesn't have to lean in as much as some of us. But continue on. Well, in all fairness, I was already in my car and she was in my window. So, you know what I'm saying? Height has very little to do with it. Oh, so um, she was leaning in. She was uh, outside the car. You were sitting down. That's weird. Because we, we were still talking. I had the yeah. window rolled down. And at this point, I lean a little closer, like, all right, let's see what happens. Yeah. Nothing happened, right? And I was cool with it. <laughs> I was cool with it because I was like, all right, that works. Because again, I never, I didn't really understand what it was. And I didn't want to come off ultra aggressive because I probably could have lost her friendship. And we're friends to this day. Matter of fact, I just went to her wedding. Great friend. She's a great person. That's a friend of mine yeah. as well. Although she didn't invite me to the wedding. It's all good. <laughs> I didn't really expect to be invited, but I, but she's a lovely person. And if I ever see her, it's all love. And I hope she is loving her marriage. And the only reason why she's married is because she decided not to kiss you that night. No, nah, that can't be it, man. That's like her deciding not to kiss me is the reason why she's had the most fun playing Monopoly in her entire life. Facts like that. <laughs> we're gonna That's we're gonna it, have man. to do a podcast on us playing Monopoly. We might just have to like do a one off with like our Monopoly friends and just start talking about that joint. Maybe, man, but but no, nah, like I said, over, overall, man, I'm like that's the best thing that could have possibly happened, just because. I mean, we end up becoming such good friends. Like we go over her house every Thursday to play board games and like hang out with her roommates, and we'd all go out to the club together and everything. Like it's it's been nothing but love. So I mean, it's just one of those situations where it worked out probably as good as it could. But at the same time, I never had any expectations of it going super far. Like I like even now for me to think about it, it seems weird. Does that make any sense? Yeah, but I think that's more of a common occurrence than I feel like that's how most friend zones happen. I think some of us are uh, appreciative of getting friend zoned or even the situations where we mutually agreed to be friends. We all have, most people have true friends who are some of the closest friends that you have that started off on that kind of like ambiguous uh, ground yeah. and then now those are your people you know what i'm saying yeah and i think like really the whole thing was highlighted by the fact that there wasn't like a real strong romantic interest or whatever and it didn't seem to be from either side but you know whenever you you get the you get the invitation over to the room and you guys are kind of chilling you, you got to make sure you got to know yeah yeah it was pretty it was pretty clear after that though <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty clear. I feel like in those days it was really more of a thing. Like you really had to know. You felt the need to really know like what it was hitting for. I feel like now when I'm dating, and I'm the only one on this podcast who's still dating. So um Facts. you kind of know. Like if 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 when that vibe is kind of hitting that way and there's some kind of like electricity for lack of a better word, like you kind of know when to move in and it's less ambiguous. And if if I go out with someone like two max three times and I don't feel that, then it's probably just not a good fit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And that's the thing. Cause you never know what it's hitting for. Cause I met another 
girl the exact same way that, you know, I met this individual and it wasn't even the same at all. I'm pretty sure I smashed in your bathroom. So, <laughs> hey, all that to say, we wanted to go over those friend zone uh, examples because this podcast has nothing to do with the examples that we just described. Nothing to do with that. Nothing at all. So, Kyle, what is this podcast actually about now that we're about a half hour into this joint? Maybe we can get into yeah, I know, it. Right. All right. First and foremost, there are three hosts. The host name are Asante, Fran, and Dustin, two males and a female. Uh, the podcast is released weekly on Wednesday. The runtime is about an hour and a half to two hours. Long podcast, mostly two more likely two hours than an hour and a half. But it, it feel it feels long too. Like it feels like two hours. Yeah. Um it's not a podcast about relationships. I don't even want to say per se, because it's not a podcast about relationships. It's more like bossip. You know, it's like black gossip, black pop culture. That's the best way I could describe it. Um, I think they have a really good audience for it. I think if my wife listened to it, she would like it. But overall, they talk about the Real Housewives. They talk about Married to Medicine. They talk about Greenleaf. They talk about a lot of music that they're listening to. There's a lot of self-promotion involved. By the by, the fifth or sixth episode that I was listening to, I pretty much started like fast forwarding through the first like 15, 20 minutes of it to get to the meat of the podcast. And then after they got done with that discussion, you could pretty much turn it off after that because all they're going to talk about was the music that they're currently listening to, unless you're interested in that thing, and what they're currently watching on television. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could turn it off or that could be your favorite part. It just depends really, what yeah. you're, you're into. Like, um, you know how I would describe this podcast? This podcast is the antithesis of the Joe Button podcast. So, like, oh my fault! I, 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 wait, my fault! I missed the cue, bro. Antithesis, yo, that's a good word. I like that word. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, man. You know what I mean? I've, I've been flexing with that word for like you know fifteen years or something. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. But like, I would say it's the antithesis of the Joe Button podcast, because like the Joe Button podcast is like three dudes who are together and sprinkled with like a little misogyny in there. The, uh, the kind of it's, they're both talking about black pop culture, but like Joe Button podcast, like, Oh yeah, we know you watched power last week. Let's talk about that. Or we know you saw the Breakfast Club interview. Let's talk about that. The Breakfast Club actually is kind of like the meeting place for these two places because they both might find uh, different that's, things. That's fair. That's that's actually not a bad analogy, man. But and and these and these are like one of the things about this podcast. I don't think you mentioned it. Like, um, it's two gay dudes and a black woman, and like the two gay dudes are black too. By the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but they do this thing with every episode in the beginning where they kind of give it a hashtag for each episode. And uh, one of the hashtags, it's always based on pop culture. So like they take something that's based on pop culture and then they basically kind of run with it. That's kind of like the theme of the these episodes. So like there's no telling what they might talk about. It's just based on what's happening in pop culture. But one of them, it was some quote for somebody, and it was some lady was like, blah, 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 blah. And they said, girl. And that was like the thing was hashtag girl. And if you say girl in that way, 
you will love this podcast. Yeah. To me, true. that is the perfect core audience. Their core audience is for people who say girl. <laughs> <laughs> girl. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah. They they hit a lot of genres. I don't, what, what are the backgrounds of the of the host? Do you know? I think one I of them is a songwriter. I think Fran is a songwriter. Yeah, and I know that uh, I think Dustin, he's writing for um, The Read or something like that. I'm not mm. sure. I, I really, I think if we would have went back farther or further rather to the first episode, they may have explained who they are and what they do, but that's not what we do on this podcast. So yeah. I, I don't know. And I guess we'll go into our ratings and all that kind of stuff. But for yeah. us, I know it felt like it was a lot of fluff just because we, I don't know half the shit that was going on. They talking about Omarion, Little Fizz. Yeah, but you know what, man? That actually led to a decent conversation, though, right? So basically what they, I think I had already explained that one of the big topics on the show, specifically at the end of the show, is Real Housewives. And I guess other reality TV shows. What's the, and I think and, that one is- uh, And Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop, yeah, yeah. So- Which I've never watched in my life. See, I watched a few episodes of the one where Jim Jones girl was on it, and I was like, "Man, why am I watching this?" Right? <laughs> but either way, but either way, so Love and Hip Hop, I think is Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. He was talking about, um, I want to say her name is April Jones. I'm not sure. Yep, I think that's right. Look at you, you you on it, man. Kind of right, girl. So, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so. April, so the whole thing, they're going to this conversation about April Jones and Lil Fizz basically being together after April Jones has two kids by Omarion, who is Lil Fizz's bandmate from B2K. Ultimately, that led to a conversation about personal policies. It's like, would you date your friend's ex or, you know, who's off limits or, you know, basically what is it? that will keep you from dating someone that you're interested in? Or should you even be interested in a person if one of your friends was interested in, in them? I mean, are there any personal policies that you have or anything that you pulled out of this episode? I definitely have personal policies. The interesting thing about listening to these people as they talked about their personal policies, mm -hmm. I felt like Dustin and Asante personal policies are kind of like more aligned with women's personal policies than most dudes because I know. Because they're gay? I don't, I'm, not, I'm not assigning causation. Uh, <laughs> you know, I just, I just recognize that like, it was just like, cause most dudes really don't give a fuck. Like it, like it just be like, all right, was you in love with her? Like, yeah. or, or like, you know what I mean? All right, we'll take it out though. Like, you know what, let's, let's boil it down to this, right? Yeah. Who wouldn't you date? Who would? Okay. I wouldn't date any woman that someone in my circle, like that was like a true friend, ever seriously dated, Mon like was in a monogamous relationship with at any point. Okay. What about if, uh, what if, what if they had a crush on them? Oh, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> oh, it's, it's clear too, yo. It's so clear. Check it out, man. This dude golden. He hits me up. Back in like May. And he's like, yeah, man, I got this text from blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, what, what'd she say? She, she texts me, uh, 
you know, WDD. You know what that means? I'm like, nah, nigga, I'm married. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Hold on. Let me get the text. Was it WDD? Yeah, it was WDD. Yes. <laughs> She's going to listen to the podcast, too. And, and, and for, the, for the audience, Golden, uh, what, what does that mean? So I, I didn't, when I got it, it was literally a text out of nowhere. And it was like, Golden, WDDD. And I think I just added an extra D, but you definitely did. Yeah. And I was just like, I responded like, oh shit, I just got this. Put a date <laughs> on it. That's literally how I responded. Put a date on it. And that's because I realized WDD um stood for what that dick do. Yeah. So oh it is three cool it's, it is three D's. Well, it's oh, WTDD, I, I guess I technically. Either- Either way, man, yeah. I'm married. That's for you to mess. That's yeah. for me to mess up and you to get right. But All right. When I told her to put a date on it, she, the, the date was like the next day. She was about that life. You know what I'm saying? Yo, but the crazy part about this is whenever Golden hit me up and he told me this, I'm like, yo, then, and again, there's another person in our, our, our close circle. Um, We'll call him M. Check it out. So this dude, our boy M, man, he's been crushing on this chick for. Like years, I don't want to say crushing, but like this always. I don't seems know if like, I knew that. Come on, bro. That yo, if you didn't know that, then you wouldn't have like kept that shit a secret. Whenever all three of us went on vacation together and shit. Oh no, that's not why I decided to keep it a secret. I I literally didn't know that, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, see, I just don't like. A- I just I just like normally just don't like talking on my. Well, you know my- what, man. Crushing yeah. might be might not be the right word for it, all right? Because it's more like they would. It, it seemed like they had chemistry at first, right? And he would always talk about it. Like whenever we go out, he'd be like, "Yeah, you know, blah blah blah." You know what I'm saying? And they would dance together whenever we go out, and you know, it, it always seemed like there was a move to be made there. I legit had no idea, bro. I'm, this is new information, dog. <laughs> but it, it's cool because this dude is notorious for not making moves. He's like an anti-move maker, right? That is very because, true. Because again, something else about this guy may come up in a future episode. He he, he he specifically doesn't make moves with black women. You know what? It's funny because Amanda said the same thing, <laughs> yeah. and I started I started explaining the situation, and Amanda's like, "Yeah, that's because he doesn't he doesn't date black girls," and I'm like. Yeah, but but I'm like, but listen to the story. And I'm telling the story. She's like, yeah, I already know how the story ends because he doesn't he doesn't really mess with black girl. He's black, by the way. So <laughs> black, he's black, black. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, yo, that's yo, that's my man, yo. That's but my basically, man too. I love this dude. Yeah, man. But ultimately, that's why I thought it was funny because again, he should if he would have shot his shot with her, maybe me and Golden aren't having this conversation about the text message he got. But you know, at the same time, but let's say let's say that you did know that he was crushing on or whatever. Again, this is you know a couple yeah. of years ago, whatever. I mean, the same move is made regardless, right? I definitely, exactly, definitely. and I'm pretty sure that he doesn't even care. Like, had we told him while we were on vacation together, he probably would have been like, "Oh, word, cool," and moved on. No, you know what's crazy? I have another friend who, ironically or coincidentally, name actually does start with an M, and he <laughs> always. Some niggas just talk too much. Like they always talk about what they want to do and all that kind of stuff, and they never do it. And it's just like at that yeah. point, I just don't listen to it. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. So, That's fair. And because because they'd be he'd be like, "Yo, I'm trying to get out. What's some call?" I'm like, "Well, nigga, did you get her number?" I was like, "Well, why why are we even having this discussion? Why are we having this conversation?" So right. like he had said that about somebody, and I was like, "I right, I was being easy on it." 
but I was like, this nigga ain't gonna make a move. I will, because I think she's attractive too. I just didn't speak on it because <laughs> I'm not gonna speak on it until it's in motion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, definitely. I definitely don't have a problem. If you if you if you have a crush on this one, I mean be like, yo, let the best man win. I even had there's one That's girl, fair. there's one girl that my homie used to date in college, okay? And they were kicking it, and he just like she was she's gorgeous. I mean she, you would have you would have thought she had some work done based on her body, yeah. and she was so she is still beautiful to this day, and it's, it's so it's so funny because like this dude never closed a deal, and he she was trying to give it to him the whole time. And it's just like, yo, what is wrong with you? Like, God, it's just some college bullshit. And and I, I told him while he was dating her, I was like, bro, I ain't gonna front. I know you're with her, but if I get the opportunity, like this is my one. I'm 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 about to, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she's yeah. just too fire. And we had like a nice friendly vibe. And and the coincidental thing is she's engaged right now. I think she might be married by the time this airs. Hopefully not, because I, I still got plans. But she's engaged to a dude that looks just like my homie. You know what I'm saying? Oh wow. So yeah, it is so crazy. He really and I haven't talked to her friends about it. And they even tell me they be like, yo, your boy, actually it's the same boy that I, I brought up before. Uh what's his name? My your, your oh, boy Leroy. Leroy. Yeah. Your boy Leroy. <laughs> also known as Bleak. the ball on that. <laughs> yeah, also known as Bleak. So yeah. So yeah, I definitely yeah. don't care about that. Bro, you know um, what a microcosm of that is? Yeah. You remember um, Valentine's Day, like 2010-ish. We went to the Shadow Lounge. Yes. And there was a shorty. She had came up and she started kicking it to me. And I, I guess I, I, I must have put her off. because That I was a great night, questions. by the way. Great night. Because I think at that point, I had just come back from seeing the girl I was dealing with. We weren't dating. It was nothing... It wasn't serious. I wouldn't call it serious. But I just, you know, come back from there. I link up with uh, Golden and one of his boys from college. We go to the Shadow Lounge, and there was this girl. She was, I mean, she was very attractive. But, you know, she come over, we start rapping. And I'm like, yeah, but blah, 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 you got a man. And she's like, you're asking too many questions and kind of walked away. And then, like, 30 seconds later, I see Golden dry humping her on the dance floor. And I'm like, you know what? That's my guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and funny story, there was a song by Ron Browse that came out, and <laughs> it was like, if you're kissing on her, get get a DJ $20, give him $20. And I definitely was kissing on that young lady, and I definitely gave the DJ $20 because he played that song right after I was kissing on her. Yeah, um, man, but part of that part of that seemed a little bit like revenge, though, right? Um, I guess. You know, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I ha- I don't I, I don't ask the questions at all. Yeah. Like I don't give like as as long as you're not married and not to say I haven't dealt with a married woman before, but I won't do it again. You know what I'm saying? Cause I mean, like, in all fairness, I mean I'm not who am I to judge, man? I deal with a married woman every single day. Yeah, fortunately she's married to you. <laughs> <laughs> but like some of the things that they were talking about was just goofy. They were saying, like, if they had a one-night stand with somebody, then they don't even want their homies to holler at them. Like, it's a one-night stand. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, Yeah, man, that's that's the craziest thing, man, because, like, I definitely don't subscribe to that, right? If I have a one-night stand with a woman and then you tell me, like, down the line that you that you slept with it too, I'm like, I bet, you know what I'm saying? You know, but, like, it's, not, it's never a big deal. I, honestly, I don't know how that conversation would go between me and you because it's never happened. 
Um, actually, I haven't really. That's a crossed. miracle, actually. See, but the crazy thing is, all the people, like all the uh, all my homies, like the people I consider myself to be close with, I have. There's been no stream crossing of any sort. Possibly because you know our homie M doesn't you know mess with black chicks, and you know, <laughs> and, I, <laughs> that's and that's true. kind of been like my exclusive you know dating pool, right? And you know, so I don't know. It, it's weird that I've never yeah. had a, I've never had to have that conversation with anyone before. But I would imagine that if me and you had that conversation, like it's not that big of a deal, especially if there's no real emotional investment for it to last more than one night. Facts. Let me tell you where it gets interesting i'm recording this house that i own and uh i had a roommate for eight years all right i guess i mean if people who know who my roommate was i guess there's nothing <laughs> i can't protect him anymore <laughs> but but like uh like that this was my guy since high school let us do you know what i'm saying when he moved in he had a girlfriend and i didn't realize like my my man's level of savagery until he moved in. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, oh, you out here doing it like that, bro. I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not one of them dudes who be talking about, like, yo, I've been kicking it with this girl, that girl, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Him and Shorty broke up, and, like, we used to have, like, a, a, a basic agreement where, like, we didn't pay attention when we had female friends over. We didn't talk to them. We didn't, we didn't be like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah. Like, we... Out like if he's on the couch behind me and like he's having a conversation with a young lady, and I have to go down to like get some clothes out the washing machine or or the dryer or whatever, I'm not gonna speak. I'm just gonna keep on walking. It was to the point where like I would have girls over and be like, "He's rude," and I'm like, "No, nah, it's just that we have an agreement." Like you know, just to avoid like some the awkwardness that can happen sometimes. Fast forward, I'm at a party at this beautiful uh, black business uh, down the street called Boom Concepts. Great place if you're in the Pittsburgh area, check it out. If you ever come to Pittsburgh, check them out. But it's a multi-purpose space. Sometimes it's a gallery, whatever. But it, that particular night, they had a R&B party, which ironically or coincidentally was being DJ by the woman that I brought up in the previous episode who almost killed herself to come drive here to get the D. But that's has nothing to do with the story. Yeah, go listen to the um, Shrink Next Door episode. Boom. There you go. I think that was it. I'm in there kicking it, vibing. I, I brought my own drink in. It's BYOB. And then this chick comes up and is like, are you golden? And I was like, yes. But I'm like, do I know you? Like, you know what I'm saying? And she just, I was like, where do I know you from? And she just wouldn't tell me, right? I was like, do you work at the grocery store? <laughs> are you do you work? Are you the dry cleaner? Because I'm one of the dudes when I, who'll be out. I'll be friendly with people and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I generally remember faces. You're trying to get that extra starch for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever I can get. If I can get some extra fries, I, I'm, I always get the extra fries or like throwing the apple pie at McDonald's. You know yes, what I'm saying? Sir. So yep. anyway, so like I said, this is an R&B party. So they're playing slow jams, and eventually, like, this shit turns into, like, college kind of activity. Like, I'm oh, sitting on a chair. Like, like, like a sexy party. Yes, like a sexy party, bro. <laughs> so I'm sitting on a chair, and this chick is just on my shit, and I'm like, whoa. And, like, when it, by the time this period of my life came, 
oh yeah, I had to I had a killer instinct, okay? You know what I'm saying? Right. I whispered in this chick's ear, like, I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and meant it. And so so she she's doing all this and all that. I'm like, oh shit, it's a it's a, it's a motherfucking night. But then I asked, I was like, have you been in my house before? And she was I like, I mean so much for not asking those questions, huh? Well, the thing is, like, I just had to ask her because I was trying to figure it out. She was like, yeah. And I and that still didn't give me that much pause. This is how much I don't give a fuck about crossing boundaries. Because I was yeah. like, this dude has lived here for like seven years. This dude be having like, you know, like very inconsequential, casual relationships. Um, yeah. He did. Now he's a changed man. But regardless. Yeah, man, he lost a lot of weight. You know, worked with GNC probably. I mean, bulked up, slimmed down. He he did used to work for GNC. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he is, and he's monogamous, monogamous man. This man is in love, and I appreciate his. He's a, he's like a Malcolm X level of transformation. But regardless, shout out BT. Yeah. So we walk back to the house, and it goes down. That to this day, this is probably my record in time because like. We probably got here at two thirty, and I literally and she left at two thirty one. Shut up! I literally <laughs> finished and looked at my clock, and it was six something. I was like, "What the fuck?" But regardless, bro, all that means you need to buy a new clock, man. Like, well, tell whatever, her, I man. mean, we, <laughs> what are we talking about? Man? Regardless, and, and the funny thing is, like, <laughs> and then she couldn't find her glasses, so I had to drive her home because she couldn't see. <laughs> I mean, neither could you, because you looked at the clock and thought it was a completely different time than it was. But hold up. Let me talk talk about how savage this young lady was. She didn't All give right. me her real name. She told me her name was, I don't I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can make up a name, bro, because it's a made up name. Anyway. It was a weird ass name. It was like Chariot or something. It was like something weird, weird. Um, Garbage. Whatever name she gave me was the same name they used on Wolf on Wall Street, whatever her nickname was. But regardless. So I wake up. You know, like, I'm talking to my man, my roommate, you know what I'm saying, my man BT, and I'm like, yo, some girl that, I, that I'm that i pretty sure used to F with was over here last night, you know what I'm saying? This dude said a name, he's like, oh, that was probably whatchamacallit. And I was like, I don't know that name, because it was her real name, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, is this her? And he was like, yeah. He was like, oh, man, like, yeah, she was just over here last month. I'm like, last month? She was like... Yo, she had hit me up that night and asked me if I was going down to that party. And I was wow. like, no. Nah. So this chick was on a whole nother level. And of meanwhile, you know, she's sitting there walking directly to your room with the lights off and you didn't even think that was strange. What? She walked to your room with the lights off. Oh, you yeah. didn't think that that's was strange. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> she probably, yeah. She knew exactly what it you, was. You weren't but, like, yo, watch your step. <laughs> but mind you, mind when I but by the time I bought her to the house, I knew she had been here. I knew like she had some kind of history with homie, but I was like, oh, it's probably old. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I didn't realize it was like she had hit that dude up that night. Like, yeah. are you doing that? So that was one of those things I don't. Like I still had a conversation which was just funny, and it's even funnier because another homie of ours. Wow. Also smashed. So it was like there's times where all three of us be hanging out together. And it's just like, yo, we super Eskimo bros. You know what I'm saying? And like, like man, y'all Eskimo triplets, right? Like it's crazy. So I think the cool thing is, is that we have open communication about it. Like, yeah. so it because the whole thing is I never wanted to be no weird shit. So number one. 
So like number two, she told me her name was Duchess, by the way. That was the name. But okay. uh you looked it up? No, I just remembered the Wolf on Wall Street name. <laughs> oh wow. <Yeah. laughs> the other thing was at the same time, I knew I couldn't have her back. Cause it would just that would just be super that weird. That would be like, weird. That would be if like he no, was no, here. It's like one of those no knowing what you know now type of deals, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing, both me and my roommate was like, all right, after that, we were like, we were both kind of like done with Shorty. But our other homie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he don't he, he don't live with you, man. Yeah, it was like it was like one of those restaurants where the person uh, like dines and dashes. They put their picture on the wall and they're like, "Yo, do not serve this person." Yeah, <laughs> facts, man. So, yeah, like, man. But you know what? The crazy thing is, man. I think that like that's just kind of how, okay. I don't want to make a blanket statement and say dudes are like that because there are a lot of emotional type of dudes. But I feel like. Yeah. People who you're close with, you're not going to hold those same type of grudges or you're not going to have that same beef with. If anyone can speak to it, it would have to be you, right? Because there's been at least two or three occasions where there could be some wild misunderstandings between me and you. Fuck you. <laughs> Damn. I didn't expect that. So apparently uh, some people are holding some grudges, huh? No, I just think about one particular time, and you know which one I'm talking about. You're an asshole. You know what, man? We'll get to that one, man, but I'm Uh going to check it out. So, And I'm not sure if you're aware of this, so we're about to get your reaction real time if you're not, because I feel like I told you this before, but I'm not 100% sure. But Golden used to date this chick in high school, and I don't know if he was in love with her or whatever, but he took me over her crib a couple times. We hung out on the porch. There's a couple of times we would like drive to her house and he would forget how to get there. Cause this is back whenever we didn't have like GPS. This was like you had to print the directions from MapQuest and then follow those joints to a T or you really get lost. So we we went to her house a couple of times. I know that they broke up, whatever. It doesn't matter. Me and her, we kept in touch for no real reason. It wasn't like a real keeping in touch. It was just like, hey, what's but up? But then y'all know each other from like before you knew before i knew her or something or no i knew her friend from before i knew her friend from before and she has a she had her name rhymed with my ex's name right my most recent ex okay nah because yes yes i'm sorry my bad yes 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 it did and her friend was one of the uh virtues listed in the bible and it wasn't patience um so basically I had come home for the weekend. I see every time I come home for the weekend from college, man, it's just I just get in some trouble. But I was staying with my ex-girlfriend at the time and Golden's ex from high school came and picked me up and we went to the movies together. Again, it's nothing crazy. It was just I never like, knew this. Right? I don't yeah. think I knew this. Yeah, man. Like I was I was well, at maybe. Maybe I did. Maybe I don't know. did. Cause I feel like yeah. we had a conversation about it. But either way, like she picked me up, we went to the movies. Then she dropped me back off at my ex's house. So it was, like I said, it was nothing. There was no romantic kinda, anything. I just wanted to yeah. go see the movies. Like, that's pretty much it, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure. And I feel like I told you this. I feel like we had this conversation. And I did, and you were like, all right, cool. And even now, you're like, yeah, you know, whatever. And there was another woman that you took out to the movies once. Nothing happened between y'all. Who was this? Um, and then I proceeded to try to holler at her later after you were married or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was it was like the same kind of thing, except for she friends on me. And um, I have no idea who you're talking about. Oh yeah, you yes you do. Do I though? He likes it. Oh, <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, man, we went for milkshakes too. But you know yeah. what? That was my homie. Like she, and that's one thing because me and me and her had always we were just cool. Like I didn't expect anything more. And unfortunately, a, we're still cool too. And I ex- <laughs> I still expect more. <laughs> nah, man, there's this very specific reason why like things. Well, there's a couple reasons why things never move forward. In order for things to get serious with us, I would have had to not been interested in pursuing a relationship with Amanda because all that was happening about the same time. But no, no, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that. You're right. I didn't know that. What Golden was alluding to earlier, and I think this is more, this speaks more to our friendship than anything else, is that... uh, this 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 two occasions, asshole, bro. I mean, what do you want? Do you want me to keep this to myself? I can. No, tell the story. It's hilarious. I still feel the same <laughs> way though, because I, I I just that's literally what I said. I was like, oh, you fucking asshole, yo, man. Yo, asshole. at this point, this woman is married, man. Like it doesn't even matter anymore, yeah. right? So this story is a two parter, right? So buckle your seats. We'll tell you after the break. A lot of people ask me what FRH stands for. That is Fly Revolutionary Hustler. And if you would like to buy a shirt, buy a hat, check out the social media, buy some music, get some signed albums, go to flyrevolutionaryhustler.com. We are Fly Revolutionary Hustlers because we are united. We are on the come up and we are never afraid to be first. All right, we back from the break. Uh left you guys on the cliffhanger. So uh Golden, you you ready for this? Yes, I am ready. <laughs> um all right. So to give you guys context, um me and Golden, man, we've been friends since uh, I'd say what, ninth or tenth grade, right? Mm-hmm. We've never dealt with the same woman ever. I mean, we may have looked at a woman before and the other one ended up with her, but never. Maybe even hollered at another woman's uh, twin. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I give you that too. <laughs> or cousin, man, at the same time. Yeah, You yeah, know, yeah. So, I mean, those, those things have happened. Yeah. But, you know, we've never actually messed with the, the same individual woman. But there is this one specific individual who... There's always this is it's it's weird, right? Because for me, I've just always been friends with her. But there's always things that happen and and sometimes I'm at fault, right? Yes. <laughs> Kyle can be a fucking asshole. That's gonna be that's gonna be the moral of this story. Kyle is and can uh, be an asshole. I sometimes I'm at fault, right? I've only been a friend to this this young lady. You know, I'm gonna let Golden tell you how much effort he put into getting this young lady's attention in the first place. Well, actually, this goes back to something that Kyle brought up earlier, which was Facebook. I met this young lady in the early days of Facebook. I shot my shot because this lady, gorgeous, yo. Still to this day, gorgeous. Whatever you're into as a man, physically, she got it. I met her on Facebook. I was the crazy thing is, I was I went to Morehouse College. I was in Atlanta. I I joined Facebook 2005, February 14th, because it was Valentine's Day and I was lonely. 
So, you know what I mean? It was me and a couple of homies. We was on there adding friends and all that. And it had <laughs> just came out. Like, so um, I came across this young lady and just God put it on my heart to just tell her my life story. You know what I'm saying? Who I was, what I stood for. You know what I want to do right now? Paragraphs. Like, I, I really, you know, you could go on Facebook.com and go to your oldest messages. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't do that bro don't do that bro i damn near want to go there and be like yo i was for up my life story and she was hitting me back it was like dope and so eventually we hung out we had cool vibes with each other and all that and um you know l- later down the line it would get physical but I- i'll put it i'll put in some work for this because like as a as a nigga at that point like it was like it's one of those things like yo can I bag something this bad like you you question yourself because like you know you never bagged nothing that bad before you know what I'm saying it was just something that was just dope but I never was this chick's main dude like I never had like a monogamous relationship I've been the side dude before but like never like this chick's main dude so you I'm gonna let you take it away from here Kyle all right so this dude Golden he's um he's often gotten me into going to events that weren't really hitting right we call them uh golden outings like that's whenever he hypes up a trip or an event or something that we're about to do and it ends up being trash right so he's telling me everything about this chick everything that he's done to get her attention how we got her attention and how dope she is how how fly she looks and he's like yo she's at this party in duquesne and i want to slide through duquesne really isn't like <laughs> Duquesne is a neighborhood that there's zero <laughs> Kyle's neighborhood is kind of like that but Bro. Duquesne is like times now it is times 30 like that yeah man my neighborhood is only like that because of like white flight you know what I'm saying Duquesne has been probably been bad for a little since the mills now, closed you know, you know what I'm saying like pretty much man so like whenever you say if anyone says that they're going to Duquesne man you just think they're going to do a drug deal or yeah or see their grandma exactly there's no other reason to really go to Duquesne except that Kennywood is kind of near yeah. right in this specific instance Golden's like yeah man there's a party out in Duquesne and this girl's going to be there I want to slide through and I'm just like was that my first time meeting her in person you know what it might be which makes the story even worse for oh, you shit. you know so, <laughs> so we get up to this party in Duquesne and I'm like, yo, this is a hood party. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's, it, it had the aroma of a hood party. You know what I'm saying? It just smelled like weed. I like hood parties, so we walk in the door yeah. and she actually, actually before we walked in the door, she met us outside cause we didn't know we were going into the right place. And, you know, she walked us inside or whatever. And me, you know, I don't know anyone over there. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, you know, wallflowering it, man. I'm kind of chilling. So we're all, you know, she grabs me a drink, she grabs Golden a drink, and we're just drinking, we're just kind of talking. And, you know, Golden is, um, he, he, this dude's a social butterfly that's to the, like, the nth degree, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I have a lot of that, but whenever it comes to party situations, I kind of like to scope it out first before I make a move. Golden just makes moves. So Golden, he's out there on the dance floor, dancing with some random chick from Duquesne. 
Maybe she's from Duquesne. Maybe she's from somewhere else. I don't know. But he, I remember her. She was light skinned and thick. She yes, was tall. Yes. 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 Yeah. She was. And so I'm just standing there on the wall. I'm chilling. And all of a sudden, the girl who it's gold all coming back to me, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> the girl who Golden's been hyping up this entire time for probably like all up like a week all up until the time we drove. I do there. remember this. Yeah, man. She comes over and she starts dancing on me. And mm-hmm. on this nigga. Like like a hard body. You know what I'm saying? And I'm mm. just and I'm like, hey man, it's a party, right? So I'm just My dancing. nigga probably got a little, you know what I mean? Got a little chest on there, you know what I mean? Nah, man, this ain't no this ain't no next too close type of deal, you know what I'm saying? I kept it <laughs> okay. cool. I just found out what that song meant like a year and a half ago. Because nah, it was bro, the unedited cool, version. <laughs> it was the unedited version with the intro. I was like, oh, I'm hard. I was like, oh, that's what this shit is about? <laughs> but anyway, we digress. Nah, but, yeah, man. But I kept it cool, though. But yeah, man, she was dancing on a uh, brother kind of hard, right? And pretty much from that point, from the time we left there until probably for like months, this dude Golden would always be like, yeah, but this nigga a cow dry humping my girl and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that now, don't you? I do remember. <laughs> yeah, so so you so you see what I'm saying about the Valentine's thing now. As a throwback there earlier in the conversation, I'm like, yo, that kind of seemed like revenge. Oh, now I get it, bro. Yeah, that was a little yeah. karma. Yeah. Yeah, man. But um, it would be cool if that was like the only instance that that happened. Again, I've only seen this girl as a friend. Again, she is beautiful. I mean, after this dude told me all the work he put in, I'm just like, well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It would be really disrespectful to be anything other other than that, right? Or you could have just been like, that's life, kid. <laughs> I could, but you, you're my yeah. guy, you know what I'm saying? So fast forward to... Hold up, y'all, I want y'all to understand that. That's a key difference. So we talked about dudes before who be like, I like this girl. And the girl don't know he likes her. They haven't done anything. You know what I'm saying? There's been no communication. That shit is like bullshit. It's like, go for it. But when somebody actually puts in work and efforts, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's when you need to be like, yo. I'm, it's not worth whatever friction it is with my homie that this is going to cause. All right, but continue on, bro. Exactly. So um, fast forward to New Year's, I want to say 2008, 2009, or 2009, 2010. I don't remember exactly. But said young lady has a party at her apartment. Mm-hmm. It's a great time. Oh, you talking about the, the greatest like, time great ever? Time. You talking about that party? Uh, I don't know for greatest time ever, man. I've had good times. Where, where a husband and wife met? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, we met a lot of good friends that night. Actually, man, that's the same night that from the, what's this, the second episode from Deadass where Mike and Lita actually met. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I'm pretty sure that's the same exact night. Yes. 90% sure, all right? So we're there with our, our homeboy, M., and um, me and Golden, we go our separate ways at the end of the night, or at least at the end of the party. At the end of the party, me, M, and the chick that Golden was talking to at the time, not the chick who's hosting the party, by the way, some other chick. I, who I was talking to some girl at the time? Yeah, man. It was, uh, it was, it was ironically, my primary care physician's daughter. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's still pressing yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Much love to her. Yeah, so yeah, so it's it's me, her, and M, and we leave this party, and I go drop. I, I drop. That girl's her off husband first. was out. 
also at this party. Her future husband. <laughs> her future husband was at this party, man. I'm not going to get into that, though. There's a, there's a lot of layers to that, bro. There's a lot of layers there's to so that. There's so many layers to this There's story. a lot of layers to that. I'm going to leave that out. We can do a whole podcast on that on this Yo, party. Yo, that, no, bro. That's we can crazy. do a whole podcast on that night. That night was, yes. that night was insane. I got to skip a lot of that part. I got to, I got to skip a lot of that yeah. to get to the point that we're at, man. I'm probably going to fast forward yeah. through a lot of that story. Maybe on another podcast, we'll chronicle uh, how we brought in the new year. All right. That's fucking crazy. It really is when you think about it. But I mean, the audience has no idea what's going on. So we're just going to, we're just going to move past that. All right. So yep. we dropped this young lady off. Me and, um, me and our homie M, we hit the South side. All right. Southside is a place in Pittsburgh where there are several bars. Several. Back to back to back. Bro, there That's are. Where, man, there are way more. Than, uh, several doesn't do it justice. There's a ton yes. of bars. It's kind of like uh, Adams Morgan in D.C. for those who have that kind of reference. And for everyone who's not in Pittsburgh or D.C., you know, just picture a strip with a lot of bars on it. Yep. Or Bourbon Street. There you go. And it, it's a really whack version of Bourbon Street whenever you put it that way. <laughs> yeah. But at, but less weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. So me and M end up on the south side after we drop off this young lady. M reveals to me that he stole a body from this young, from, you know, the other girl's party. Like that apartment that the party was at, he stole a bottle of Bacardi, you know? So we toasted. And that was the first night I ever had Henny White was at this party. I mean, bruh, and it changed your life, right? Changed it. That's it. Look, continue on. So we're on the south side. We don't have any cups in the car. I mean, he has this stolen Bacardi. And so we just start you know, just taking this Bacardi to the face. And we're trying to bring find somewhere to bring in a new year. We can't find anywhere to bring in a new year because every bar is just at capacity at this point. Because at this point, it's, it's roughly 12.56 or something. So we're running down the south side trying to find a bar that will let us in so we can see the ball drop. And we end up at some random spot. We bring in the new year, um, you know, happy new year, blah, blah, blah. And this dude, M, disappears. He's just like, bro, I'm good for the night. So at this point, it's just me. And I was invited to a party <laughs> out in Duquesne. I think it was out in Duquesne um, a little earlier that night, and I declined to go to it. But since my night was ending so early, I was like, you know what? I'll make that trip. So I go out there. Things happen. I don't want to get into that. We'll say that for another podcast. But let, for suffice it to say, things happen. So I leave that party, and I'm like, you know what? I can't make it all the way back to my my place where I'm standing. I was living with my parents at the time. And I'm like, I can't make it all the way back there. I've, I've, I'm a little inebriated. I need somewhere to crash, right? So I call the young lady who hosted the original party from the night. This is the, it's the same young lady from the party in Duquesne that Golden had put in all the work to, you know, to woo. I think woo is a good yeah. word for it. So I hit her up and I'm like, hey, um... You mind if I slide back through? I'm leaving this party. I just need to crash. I need to get some sleep. She's like, of course. So I park. I walk up to her apartment. Me and her sitting on the couch. And we watch Easy A. Some random movie with uh, Emma Stone in it. I think her name's Emma Stone. Damn, you remember you remember this shit like as a real motherfucking moment, huh? Emma Stone. Remember the characters in the movie and all that? Continue on, bro. I mean, she's the only character I know, right? But <laughs> notwithstanding, so we're watching this. And again, like I said, I've only viewed this 
woman as like a friend at this point, just because of I know the effort. So we're we're sitting there chilling. It's probably like one thirty, maybe two. Actually, man, it got to be like two o'clock in the morning at this point. I don't even know. And this dude Golden hits me up. He's like, nigga. Yeah, I don't know what else he said after that, but I know that's how he opened the he opened the phone call because whatever night he had must have been epic as well. Yes, and mind you, this this woman has a very distinct voice. FYI, very distinct, very distinct voice. I'm talking to him on the phone, and I think she asked me if I needed a blanket because obviously I was sleeping on the couch. She's sleeping in her bedroom because again, there's no romantic entanglement there. It's just we're just cool and. She's like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. He's like, yo, that voice sounds familiar. And um, I responded to him like, it should. And then no. hung the fuck up. And then hung up. <laughs> what a fucking dickhead. What a fucking dickhead. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. It should. Uh, <laughs> and just let me stew on that shit. The whole motherfucking. What the fuck? So I'm like, with this nigga? And then you go through all that. So like, why, like, why am I mad? This ain't my chick. <laughs> like, um, yo, man. that's how you know Kyle is a real asshole. Bro, I'm a good you friend for that. What are you talking about? No, you're a fucking asshole. That's, <laughs> yo, that's still fuck. I was just like, yo, that, that's all I can say about it. I can't say nothing else like that suffice, like that like accurately describes it. Kyle is an asshole. <laughs> hey, I, I know we've been on this topic for a while. Yeah, we have. But we could be yeah. here all day. and All day. Just because I said that, that's normally when you transition out of this topic. But that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to add something else. So one thing that did come up that, that uh, Fran brought up, she was basically like a relationship like me and M or me and you, like real tight friendship when her homies significant other hit on her yes through a dm yeah yeah so has that happened i mean yes bro yo that actually has happened you know it didn't occur to me till just now man it's april 1st that's important to keep in mind my man he was dating this girl named she hit me up like Hey, you know, um, you know, whenever me and you went on that double date or whatever, I, you know, I just couldn't stop staring at you. I couldn't stop thinking about you. And um, who was on the double date? uh, It was me, and I told the story about me getting pulled over. Yeah, and the young lady coming to pick me up. Her and then and his young lady. We went on a double date. I don't remember what movie we seen, what dinner we went to, but I just know that we double dated. And she sends me a text message like, yo, I just want to let you know, man, I'm really feeling you. And I want to know if you feel the same way. I thought about it for a while, right? I looked at it because this is before, this is like 2008, 2009, before they got read receipts. You know, they didn't know, she didn't know I read the text message. So I had to stew on it real quick and I'm reading it over and over. And I'm just like, you know what? Today's April's Fools, man. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, she, she, she's trying to play me. So I send her back, like, you know, April Fools. And she's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, I got you, this, that, and the third. But had I taken that seriously, that could have gone That could have gone a really bad way. Do you really so, think it was April Fools or you think that was her, her cop out? I don't know, man. I really don't know because, like, I would say that it was more her cop out. Yeah. But, I mean, I wasn't trying to give her a reason 
to you know disrespect this dude any more than she already had. Mm. I don't know, man. That that but that's that that's the only time like something like that's happened that I could that I could recall. That's a great example. Like I had something similar where like I actually have a friend. I'm not gonna go into this story, but he's my homie. I'm tight with him, and his girl is cool. But I know like his girl was like trying to fuck with my friends do and it's weird between them i know my guy could be a little savage and anyway sometimes she be in my snapchat messages talking a little spicy and i just it feels real uncomfortable and i just ignore it i mean that, that actually that's a that's a pretty solid segue man so i mean what response because this is something that they mentioned but what responsibility do you, do you feel that you have to tell your your friends whenever you know what I'm saying their lady like steps out of line towards you? It really depends how close of a friend it is, and <laughs> all right. And I really think it's situation by situation. Then people was trying to do like hard like rules and stuff like that. I don't wouldn't want to go that far, like. In terms of like making a blanket statement on like what should or shouldn't happen or whatever, like if it's early on, I probably let the dude know for sure because it's like, yo, I just want to let you know like things are like she shorty's kind of like seem like she's a little free with her love. Um, yeah, but if the dude's already in love with her, I don't know if I want to be the one to destroy that. You know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> Yeah, like I might just, or I, or I might just like give her a benefit of the doubt, or have a conversation with her. Like, yo, I don't know what that was about, but like, that's not cool. Like, you know, not from me, not from somebody else. You know what I'm saying? At the same yeah. time, like, it's like I don't want my dude to be embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? So if I just if if I don't tell anybody, that's not gonna embarrass him. But yeah, if I see. Her acting, doing something wild in public with somebody else, maybe I would definitely tell that person. You know what I'm saying? But like, I just don't want me to be the one in the thing because it's kind of like if they decide to work through it, then where does that leave me? You know what I'm saying? Like, That's fair. Well, I mean, why don't you tell them about uh, what happened to Fran? So what happened to her is her friend's dude DM'd her. She told her friend. Her friend was initially upset and said something that was very hurtful to the friend, even though she didn't respond. She said, well, why would he feel comfortable enough to DM you that? Um, which really left friends feeling some kind of way, but she didn't say anything because she was like, my friends and their emotions and all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm gonna let that breathe. Her friend is still with this dude. Fortunately, her friend came back to Fran without being prompted or not and was like, I shouldn't have said that. That was real fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I, f- I don't know if Fran quite said it because I think she was trying to like, you know, still pretend, uh, nurture that relationship. But I feel like things are probably never have been the same with her and that friend ever since that happened. And she kind of feels a little awkward when it's like the three of them, you know, in one place. But it, it kind of shows the, it kind of remind me of like misogyny a little bit, like in, or chauvinism or uh, I don't know, whatever the word is that just, that like this dude did something and, it's her responsibility to make a move on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, she didn't ask for this dude to say anything, but now she's the one who's feeling awkward because this man wanted to advance toward her. You know what I'm saying? 
So yeah, that shit was trash. And they also talked about the church shit that happens too. Man, are you really trying to go through that shit right now? You really want to speak on that? Probably not. Uh, it's a bet. We're going to go to this break. We'll catch you guys after. Ow. And we back feeling good, feeling groovy still. Well, another episode that caught my attention was called The Court. Um, I would go into why it's called The Court, but it really has nothing to do with the topic. But one of the interesting things they talk about is Facebook's had launched their online dating platform. And I didn't even know that. Um, I heard that they I mean, had I, such I a thing. I still don't know that. Yeah. I know it's only fitting that Facebook would launch such a thing, given the fact that they already have everybody's personal information anyway, and they know exactly what your life's about, your preferences. And they know everything that you like and what you liked in the past and, you know, all, all everything that they give the Cambridge Analytica, you know, they already got on you. Facts. So honestly, they, if, could probably, they could probably find a perfect person for you. Honestly, if Facebook wanted to catfish you, they could like catfish you with like 98% success rate because they know exactly what the fuck you're looking for and what your vulnerabilities are. Oh, um, yeah. They're like, man, we noticed that he keeps on, you know, liking these pictures of the chicks with the big asses. So we know that all we got to do is fabricate a picture like that. And create this fake dating profile, and we gonna get some money out of it. And if, if that if that chick has like short hair <laughs> and a fat ass, <laughs> I'm in. They already know how to manipulate you, man. They got all the information they ever need, especially for like cats like us, where we've been on it from the jump. I mean, I think I've been on since 2005. You've been on since 2005. Um, I mean, they they watch us grow up and shit, man. They know exactly what I taste saw and how they change and everything. I know, and it's crazy because I was born in 1995, so I was on since I was 10. I spent my whole <laughs> life on that joint. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, bro, we'll go with that. I really got to question my friendship with you know such a young individual. <laughs> uh, but regardless, yeah, when we were listening to uh, the Facebook online dating, when they talked about that, my mind, for whatever re- reason, went to the initial uses of how we used to use Facebook back in the day. It like this all brings everything uh, full circle, I guess, um, from what we were talking about earlier. But like, do you remember the initial options on Facebook in terms of single relationship body? Yeah, relationship. My favorite thing was random play. That used to be the shit that I had. That was classic. Man, I might just uh, update my Facebook status right now and just be like random play. I don't know. That was a good time. And nah, man, like I said, that, that was Facebook was revolutionary in that way. Right. Um, back in 2005, whenever we first got on it and it was like you would just look for anybody. I mean, you could jump on and I guess it, it was like a better way. It was a better vetted platform because before that, you know, cats were on like Black Planet. I mean, shoot, I was on Black Planet, Mi Gente. Uh, I mean, I don't, my college roommate. This dude was on some website called Online Booty Call. So, I mean, I guess it was pretty straightforward. No, no. I was on there yeah. too, bro. Holy Yo. shit. Hey, Mike. Oh, my God. This is one of the most embarrassing things of my life. I had to, <laughs> I had to erase that profile because I was on. Actually, I think mine was an online booty call. I think mine was HBCU booty call. 
that's when I really realized the dangers of the internet for the first time because like I think I had my name on there or some shit. And then yeah. and then it, it went from like kind of like a dating website kind of thing to like straight porn. Like like what? Just it was just straight dicks in the in the pictures. You know what I mean? Like or naked chicks and shit. I, and every now and then I still check the joint to make sure I'm clean. You know what I'm saying? Cause I I don't need me affiliated with that. But yes, I was on HBCU booty call. That shit was crazy. That also but reminds me when you're 19, 18, the things you're so thirsty, the things you're willing to get involved in is quite crazy and illogical. Like, yeah, but I'm saying, but I guess that's the thing that made Facebook a little more appealing is just because, like I said, it was a little more vetted because you couldn't even get on Facebook unless you had a college, um, a college email address. So, I mean, you may not look, you may put pictures up that don't necessarily tell what you look like, but at the same time, at least you know, at least you know she in college, right? Uh, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. I mean, because like you think on, on those other websites, definitely like Black Planet, I mean, anyone created a profile, I mean, it's easy. I mean, they, bro, they made an entire show about being, getting tricked on these dating apps, you know? Oh yeah, the catfish joint. I never watched that yeah. joint, but I heard about it, yeah. Nah, man, Amanda, she she's big on that. She like watch every episode of Catfish, and every now and then I sit down and I watch it. I'm just like, yo, there's no way that this person doesn't know that this is like some fat dude. You know what I'm saying? Trying to trying to, I don't know, man. It's just, it's illogical, man. A lot of times you, you're watching, it and you're just like, there's no way that this person can really think that this person is falling from whatever. Yeah, but. But I don't know, man. I guess some people are a lot more sophisticated with it. I mean, there's people who have, like, different phone numbers and everything. I was about to just ask, have you ever been catfished, bro, in your life? Yes, I have. I have, man. That, that was, uh, it, it was it was really an uneventful thing, right? Because it wasn't anything. Well, most catfishes that, are uneventful. I don't think so, man, because I feel like those things are kind of, those things are, like, blow up right but oh. for me it was because it, it wasn't something that was like, like Monteo, Monteo, was that his name what are you talking about Teo. Manta Teo. yeah Monte Teo. yeah um but nah man so man, there was no like long drawn out relationship like building aspect to it or anything it was just um I think I was on Black Planet somebody hit me up and you know she described what she looked like all this other stuff and I was like, all right, cool. You know, where you Hold know, up. Where so, so stop. I was never on Black Planet. Never in my life. I may have made a profile name or something, but I never was on there. People would be on there without their pictures? Or other people's pictures. But um, but you say she described what she looked like. So so if she described what she looked like, that, that means she didn't have her picture up. Exactly. But here's the thing. This is circa, I want to say like, oh, two, oh, three, when everyone didn't have digital cameras. Right. And everyone didn't have camera cell, cell phones. So, I mean, it wasn't uncommon to not have a picture. But again, like I said, she reached out to me and I was like, you know what? And so I'm like, all right, so where do you live or whatever? Or where do you want to meet up? She's like, yeah, well, let's meet up in. Um, uh, so you, you're, you're in high school when this happened? Yeah. Uh, so I guess that is it. I'll give you some some bail for not asking to see a picture. It's, it was different times back then. Continue, man. Bro, like I said, the technology was all different. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even for me, I didn't have a digital camera until a little bit later. So I couldn't, I, I didn't get a profile picture until like we took a family photo and I was able to like take a, 
like a sliver of my picture out of the family photo to pose because like there's no other way to get it on there. We didn't have a scanner. That was back when scanners, yeah, scanners was the shit back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So either way, so she's like, yeah, you want to meet at the McKees Rocks Plaza? I was like, all right, but I'm bringing my cousin with me. You know what I'm saying? This is uh, my cousin Two Socks, and she was like, that's she was like, that's cool because I'm bringing I'm gonna bring my homegirl. I was like, cool, what are you going to be wearing? She told me what she was going to be wearing. So, you know, we walk down there, we get there, and we're just, like, looking around for some female who fits the descriptions that we're given for, you know, this female what, and her friend What, what are the descriptions? Fuck if I know. Oh, bro, you got to remember. She probably was like, I look like Nia Long. I like Megan Good. Nah, she would have said she looked like Janet Jackson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Light skin? <laughs> nah, bro. You missed it. Nah, I mean, you missed the reference, man. That's a Friday reference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nah, yeah. yeah I remember that one. Rest in peace, John Witherspoon, right? Yeah. R.I.P. the Pops. But, um, but you know, the clothes were would be the most accurate description anyway. Because, I mean, if we were actually looking for this individual, right, and she told us what clothes she was wearing, I mean, that, I figured that would be the most e- the easiest way to identify or whatever. And I mean, she got that right, but nothing. nothing Did you else even was have right, a cell bro. phone? No, bro. I, you know, I have a cell phone until like senior year of uh, high school. I, no, bro. This yo, this had the even. This might have been even earlier than I think it is because I didn't. I wasn't even dating my high school girlfriend at the time. Mm, shout out to her. So yeah, yeah. So that was yeah. That was actually this much earlier than that, man. This might even be like oh two. One or something like that. That was yeah. But either way, long story short, we get down there, we see someone with clothes matching the description, but nothing else matching the the previous description. And I was like, wow. Did she have a beard? Okay. <laughs> nah, but she was she was super whack. She was just like really short, really round, not super attractive. But I was like, you know what, man? There's a reason why she's doing this, man. She must have some like Gibson sort of uh some self esteem issue. So, you know, we, so we didn't like just run away and just like ghost her. Like you should have. <laughs> Which you probably should have. Yeah. No, I mean, again, it, it, it nothing, it didn't really escalate past that point. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'm like, we introduced ourselves to each other. I, I didn't want to, you know, make waves. So we're like, you know, what's up and whatever. So like, yeah, well, you know, we got to go into the store real quick. So that's when you ghosted her. Oh. <laughs> Almost. We got close, man. But something dumb had to happen first, right? So we're going into this store and she's with her friend and they're talking. And why are they like put like trying on the lotion <laughs> in this in the store? Like, bro, like they're they're going through like the shelves where they had the lotion on it. And she they're like pressing the lotion into their hands and putting the lotion on and smelling it. I look over at Tube Socks, man. He looks over at me, man. And, you know, we had to, like, you know what I'm saying, like, snaggle puss, man. Exit stage left. Yeah, we just kind of, like, snuck. We're like, yo, man, actually, we got to, uh, we'll be right back in, man. We just rolled. I, and, yeah. You know what the crazy part is? Later in high school, I believe she ended up going to the high school I went to, and I completely ignored her. But, no, nah, so, I mean, I'm guessing uh, from what, from the sounds of it, I mean, you haven't, you've never been, like, catfish or anything, but have you ever met somebody off of like Facebook or something and then you like you just been completely turned off. Like not not even just physically, but they just weren't the way they presented themselves uh in that fashion. No, but I had a I I learned because I had a warning. So back when Facebook was in its early stages, me and my homies literally used to meet groups of girls 
off the Facebook group, off like people we met. No, on you're Facebook. right. It's, it, it, it used to be called the Facebook. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> off the Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So back when Facebook was the Facebook, we used to they we used to just be friends, and then we'd be like, all right. So we we became mad cool when we were at Morehouse with these girls from Georgia State, um, and like they were super super duper cool, man. Like just chill ass chicks. It made me want to check in with her. Uh, um, but like one of the girls I was closest with, like at the time, she's lost a lot of weight since. But at the, at the time, she was um, really really overweight. She probably was like I don't know. A good three fifty, but but I'm about to say, don't even guess, man. That's yeah, even yeah, more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's even but, worse. But she was like, she was like, actually, I was three twenty five. I I met her through the, this group of friends, and like, she was super dope, super cool. She was actually really pretty in the face too. I saw her Facebook picture, like after we was kicking, and I was like, oh my fucking god, these niggas have no idea. Those, those angles, <laughs> man. It's those so, angles. Ever since then, just like Drake said, bro, got to work yo, those angles. Ever since then, like I was like, yo, if it's a shoulder and higher, like you cannot trust that shit. So nah, that's I'm why sorry. I've never been even like taking advantage this way. Even when I was like on Tinder or whatever, yeah. If a girl only had like those chest up pictures or something like that, I would just swipe left automatically. If I ain't see a full body shot or something that would let me know something about the form. I wouldn't even go. Or, or, or a lot of times you could tell by the arm. You could tell by the upper arm uh, what the rest is looking like. So I am you know saying dating picture connoisseur. I do want to get back to uh, the Tinder dating app real quick, but let's uh, wrap up this Facebook thing because I got a couple other things to say. Because it's interesting that they finally decided that, hey, you know what? We're going to come up with a, a dating portion for this app or dating because, or for the website because they did a lot of things over the course of of their existence that made it seem like they were headed in that direction anyway. You remember the honesty box? Yo, I was thinking about that too, because it sounds like the way they're describing it, it sounds like that's almost like what it is. But yeah, I remember the yeah. honesty box. Yo, the funniest message I ever sent was to my nigga Martel. And I just was like... <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to be on, bro? <laughs> like, that, I was like, that shit is great. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I mollywopped your stepdad in 1967. <laughs> and that shit was just funny as hell. <laughs> that shit is dumb as hell, bro. That's what, that shit is dumb as hell. But <laughs> even recently, they had like, uh, they brought like the Honesty Box back. Did they? Yeah, it wasn't called the Honesty Box. It was called something else, but like, Oh, bro, how about this, man? How about you explain what the honesty box is for, you know, the, I guess the younger audience has no idea. Yeah, what that or, is. or the older audience. <laughs> but um, so the uh, honesty box was literally a way for anonymous, for friends to send you messages anonymously. That's basically it. And they could say whatever the fuck they uh, want. I think you knew if it was male or female. But other than that, um, that was it. So, um, yeah, people used to send these messages and freaky messages and all that. And they did something recently where it was the same thing. And I was, so, and everybody was talking about it. Like everybody on Facebook was like, oh yeah, y'all getting real spicy in here. But it was weird. Cause like married people was doing it. And it's just like, I don't even know why you want to subject yourself to that kind of temptation. 
I decided I wasn't gonna do it because I was like, oh yeah, this is perfect. Right, right around election time, they want to come up with a, 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 a new craze that probably gives people uh, some random company access to everything about you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but I mean, that's also some like borderline like sucker shit, right? I think whenever Facebook first came up with the the honesty box. It was still pretty early in its conception where I'm guessing everyone involved with it was still in college. And in college, you're a lot less mature and don't know how to approach people. So I guess it would make sense that you had this instrument to try to, you know, Sarah de Bergerac your way into, you know, someone's life or whatever. Right. Who? Sarah no de Bergerac. I don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, It's a book, man. It's about this guy who... I guess he was unattractive, but really his the main feature that was unattractive about him is he just had this big nose. But he fell in love with this this young lady, but you know he was afraid to approach her because he was unattractive. So this other dude named Christian went so wanted to approach the lady, but he didn't have the words to say to say to her to you know get her attention. So he asked Sereno to write letters to her in order to get him in there. So and then a woman ends like up. A- was this set in like the 1700s or something like that, or the 1800s? Something like that, yeah. I remember this book. Yeah, it's literature. It's been out for for ages. But yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. So all those, you know, Sereno, the birds reaction. I'm saying they're out there, you know, getting those honesty boxes, writing sweet nothings, you know, waxing poetic. But uh, you know, you never know if uh, they ever made any moves because, like, the honesty box man was just like, I don't know. I didn't get a lot. There wasn't a whole lot there for me, man. It was just like people telling me that. I remind them of Neo and shit, just like really weird shit. Oh well, yeah, you do. You you always had that that cross between Neo, Fifty Cent, and Dwayne Wade. That, that was always. I don't know. That's not, that's that's that's. I don't know. That's really weird. <laughs> Either way, but it was. But nah. But I never. I don't think I ever tried to you know go in with anyone on the honesty boxing or vice versa. So you know, I just um. I guess, I guess it never really appealed to me. Well, I mean. What about poking though? I mean, oh man, that was that was that was like kind of stupid. Though, that always, right? I mean, that, that never, always that, felt that, weird. It always felt creepy, no matter if you were poking a girl or she was poking <laughs> you. I mean, I ain't gonna say I never poked a woman before. I definitely poked a woman on Facebook before, but it's just creepy. And if a dude ever poked you, I mean, not to be homophobic, but I I felt like uh, violated when a nigga poked me. You know what I'm saying, like. I don't, you, should, you should be able to state your preferences. Well, the problem with poking is that there was no real, there's never any real definition of what it was, right? Because it was, it was, it's still really ambiguous. Because it's not like if someone pokes you, they mean they like you. They may just want to get your attention, you know. So someone might just be poking you for like no apparent, or they could just be like super annoying. Because I feel but like, do you, do you know what poking did though? The actual feature of poking. Do you remember what it did? I just remember getting a message saying that you've been poked by blah, blah, blah. So what it actually allowed you to do was to see that person's profile without being their friend. You know what? But I feel like I got poked by more people who were your friends. Already friends with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that can so. happen too. But that, that's a real, that's the actual practical purpose for poking somebody. Um, got it. Yeah. That makes sense. But oh, now, I mean. And I used to be mad phone? when Facebook first came out because you used to be able to see people who went to your school's profile at Facebook yeah. without actually being friends with them. And it was people outside of that, that you couldn't see. 
But I was like, nigga, I got a more. Why can't I see Spellman? It's the same exactly. fucking shit. I don't want to see these niggas. Uh, not not the dudes in Harvard, Come man. On. It's, all, it's, it's different. <laughs> they don't they don't know the difference. Yeah. Man. They're like Morehouse, man. That's a that's a nice school with um, you know men and women on their yeah. campus. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, we we the, we we weren't as uh, forward with our gender things back then, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's quite possible we did have men, men and women on campus. <laughs> but like I said, man, Facebook has changed a lot, man. Um, I know my, my parents are on it. I'm sure my, my grandma has a page that she doesn't know how to use. But back to, like, some new users, man, uh, this dude I work with, I mean, he's – I think I told you about him before. He's um he's definitely a ladies' man, but he's been married for quite a, quite a while. he got, like, four kids now. He had told me his whole experience with Facebook. I mean, he's not on Facebook now. Apparently, he was never on Facebook. Um, I think his wife had gotten on Facebook, and he was on her phone, and he's, like, kind of going through. He's like, well, you know, let me look up and see if, you know, this old chick I used to mess with is on Facebook. So he looks her up, and he's like, oh, she still look good. So he sends her a message like, hey, what's going on, you know? Uh, you know, what's your number? <laughs> All right. <laughs> and the whole, th- the whole time he's on his wife's profile because he never created a profile. <laughs> nah, that just goes to stupid shit that niggas do. Niggas can feel bad for this motherfucker. Like, where oh, is this man. ever... If this joint would have actually worked out, it would have been more surprising than, like, it going wrong. Like, oh, yeah. I used to I used to have this joint off my wife's Facebook. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, when he told me that, man, that was so funny. He said ever since then, man, he just decided he's staying off this uh He has a problem. When, when, <laughs> when your eyes when you when when you can't see reality that much and you just like, oh, this is a good idea, you have a fucking problem, bro. He got a fucking problem. But uh, that that's funny. But at that point, man, he just swore off all dating apps, which he should have been off of anyway because, you know, he was married for quite <laughs> quite some time. You actually got married without ever being on a dating uh, site. Kind of. I mean, uh, that's only because you can't call Facebook a dating site, right? That's true. Um, even though I met Amanda in high school, we didn't date throughout high school. We didn't date throughout college. And even... After college, we didn't date immediately. So, you know, most of the women I met probably met either just like by happenstance, like, you know, met them out, like met them while we were out or somehow came across them on Facebook. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, but now, I mean, there's so many different ways that, you know. You were never on eHarmony, bro? Nah, never, never that man. Never on Plenty of Fish. Never on Christian Mingle or Farmers Only or whatever other thing they got. Actually, you know what? That's how my brother met his um, met his wife. Ninety percent sure on the Christian he, shit. Uh, I don't know if it, I think it might have been E Harmony or Plenty of That's Fish. That's basically a Christian. E Harmony is a basic Christian joint. You know, I, I wouldn't know because yeah. I wasn't on it. So uh, <laughs> I've never been yeah, on there, but I, I know it's like. It's a whole Christian value kind of thing. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, they met each other on there. Um, like I said, I never really gave it a shot. I guess I didn't have to. But, I mean, there's so many different ways to meet people now. I mean, shit, you know better than I do. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I met chicks a lot of different ways. It is what it is. There's nothing. For me, I've determined 
I haven't been on uh, a dating website in a long time, but um, I just determined I'm so charming in person. It's really not a good use of my time to be swiping because then I'm having this whole back and forth. Then I have to see to what degree you like your pictures. Then, you know, it's hard to read sense of humor over messages. It's like a whole thing. And then by the time, if I agree to go on a date with you, and, and I and I'm agreeing to go on a date with multiple women. It becomes burdensome because it's like it's probably expensive too. It's ex- it could be expensive. I, I smartened up on that. Like you just got smartened up on your first date. You got to like meet at like cheap places or like yeah. coffee shops, and then you determine if you want to continue the date from there. You got to give yourself yeah. an out. But also like it's like a it's just like a commitment. It's like yo, I know I wanted to set up a a meeting. I mean, a, a date for us like back then, but I'm not in the same state of mind no more. You know what I'm saying? And matter of fact, I don't know if I like you anymore. You know what I'm saying? At, <laughs> at yeah. least like when you meet somebody in person and that human interaction gets the adrenaline flowing enough where you're like, okay, I'm looking forward to this. But when you never had human interaction and there's like a looming time to get together, it's just a little bit more stressful and awkward. So like, it's just not a good use of my time, man. Like, bro, what's what's the what's the worst thing that happened on one of the dating apps you use? Like the worst experience? Well, this one's not like actual dating app. Uh, app. This is was when uh, OKCupid was just online, and like you know, you put your profile up, and this is like actually example how roommates have bad influences on each other because like my roommate was on that joint, I was on that joint, so I had linked up. And I had matched with some chick. And uh, so we were going back and forth. She's like, oh, so when you want to go out? And I'm like, how about Tuesday? And like, it was like sometime in February or whatever. And like, I'm, um, it's like the day that we about to go out. And I look at my calendar and I'm like, did I really just fucking book a date on Valentine's Day? Because I had no fucking idea zero i was totally caught off guard and so i was like all right at least we just go we went to like church brew works or some shit so i was like oh at least it's not like a super romantic look don't you know they had valentine's everything you know what i'm saying valent a special valentine's venue uh, all that. so i had determined before that date it was gonna be the last date before i even seen chick well i was like yo i can't you know what i mean because you can't Valentine's Day sets way too many expectations and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not, I, that's one thing I don't want to be pressured into is like a commitment. So we have food, we talk, whatever. And then she's like, oh, can I get a Valentine's Day kiss, blah, blah, blah. And then it was the last time I saw her until fucking <laughs> seven years later, I was at this party and I'm like, yo, this girl, like, I was like, why is she looking at me? I was like, oh, am I, am I, I must be got the mood. I'm, I must got the fucking glow. And then I realized, that's how I knew her. And I th- I think I brought her back to the place. Uh, but then I, I feel like maybe nothing happened. I know nothing. I know I know I never did anything with her. But long story short, short it was awkward. And the hey, other I, thing I, I is, she matched with my roommate too. And she so she's annoyed both of us with the same, like, checking in lines and shit. So we basically ghosted her, both of us. So, I mean, you're lucky to have that be the worst experience that you've had with this online dating thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure people had a lot worse experiences. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had another experience where a woman didn't look 
anything like her picture. And, but like, it, it, it was just weird. It was one of those things like, I'm like, I'm not going to do this again. That's when I also learned, that's when I also learned where I was like, I am not going to go to expensive places. Cause I ended up spending like $60 or maybe more, but that was a lot of money to me at the time. $60 on some chick that I knew I was never going to see again. Her, her jeans were ashy. She had fucking fake eyelashes that were like obviously fake. Everybody that she brought up that night, like, I was like, oh, she's like, yeah, my friend was in. She had met him on a goddamn dating app. I was like, this bitch is like, all her friends is, is from motherfucking Tinder. Get the fuck out of here. Um, that actually brings up a pretty good discussion, though, right? The state of dating now, it really is emblematic of, like, society, man. Where, like, people don't really have friends all like that because we're, we don't know one talks to each other, man. I live in... Like my neighborhood, I've been here for like four and a half years. I don't even know a lot of the people on my street. You know, I mean, I think it just—I don't know, man. It's it's weird because like online dating. I mean, there's a there's a larger point I'm trying to get to, but I think it it's just like enables people to like further shun human communication or like uh, any like face to face physical contact because like you're you're being more selective with like you you're not having these like chance encounters you're not going out and meeting a bunch of people who you can fuck around and actually like or you know you're like you're not really having these experiences man you're just sitting in front of a keyboard hoping that someone attractive pops up and then you know you you use your like antisocial behaviors to try to get this individual to actually want to meet you in person and then whenever you meet in person like that's just weird sell too like, I just feel like the online dating thing is it's a good step for people who wouldn't be out anyway, like who just aren't very social and get maybe get anxiety or struggle to communicate with the kind of person that they're attracted to. So I, something is better than nothing. But for the people who have actual a chance at like being social and doing things like it just it's, it's trash because you'd be way better off just fucking living life. I, but that's be, the thing, man. I'll be I feel like on the side. And tonight, I just met some chick right before I got got to the crib. We live up the street. You know what I'm saying? Chance encounter. And you know, I'm trying to. Sh- I'm I'm shooting for the threesome. You know what I'm saying? She's trying to introduce me to friends. She's like, "Oh, y'all could be friends." And I'm like, "Can we be friends though?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "All right." And then she sent me a picture, and I I just I just responded. I was just like, "I'll take both, please." <laughs> And meanwhile, she's just trying to like make you a priority ad. That way, whenever she uh, needs a ride, yeah, you know, she, she already said that. Sure I, she yeah. said that. She's like, she's like, yeah, I really need the Uber. I'm like, yeah, that's not gonna be me. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got how you handle uh, things early on is setting the tone. You know what I'm saying? You gotta let your intentions be known and let your limitations be known early on, so you can't get used and abused. But regardless. Um, Chance, I mean, like, I don't know. There's nothing like actually meeting people. And that goes beyond dating. That that goes with friendship and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't like to talk on the phone um, as much, but I also don't like to go text back and forth all day either. I would rather just be like, yo, let's get together. You know what I'm saying? See, that's a, you know what? That's the difference, man. Because when I was dating, I did like to talk on the phone. Like, that was, I mean... I was, I was, I was really. It's because you fucking talk a lot. Nah, it's because I'm, it's, I'm good at. Well, the people want to hear my voice, man, bro. There was, you know what? 
I'm not gonna say that. Hear my voice in person. Yeah, but it's not always. You gonna say something that got you in trouble? He's gonna say something that got you in trouble. (laughs) 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 Hey, on this podcast, you gotta catch yourself, especially if you get you married. I don't gotta worry about catching myself. Yeah, man. I might get somebody who might get a little jealous, but she can't be mad. That was about to go to a that was about to go to a completely different story where I was like, you know what, man, let me not do this. Yeah. But no, but but there were there were like you know women who I would meet in person, and then you know sometimes you just don't really have time, but you know you gotta you gotta maintain it. At least that, at least that's what it was because I think I don't think it was ever a case where I was juggling like a whole lot of women. It was usually I would deal with maybe two or three at a time, and maybe there's just like a fourth who was just always around that you know you already had the maintenance on or whatever, so yeah. he pops up and everything's cool. But for the most part, like. A lot of for whatever reason, man, just wanted to talk, and yeah, I, like I said, I have no no problem talking because I, I just like learning people and understanding people and just like getting to know them better and stuff like that. And that may be why, like you know, I've never had like a bad breakup either, because all the like all the women who I used to deal with, who I no longer deal with, I would be very surprised to find any one of them would say that you know it ended negatively or anything like that. Well, well, I've definitely had probably one bad breakup but that's probably on i wouldn't say it was bad but it was just not you know what i mean whatever we're just not cool but uh but that, I mean, that's you don't, don't gotta be don't yeah gotta be. but that's more so on my end but i feel you I, i'm like that too though i don't have like nobody like hates me i don't think um i don't know bro i did you know what i did get smacked in public once that uh, was that was awful. i know who did that but she's just weird yeah she's just extra that and yeah. that's the that's the actually that's the one chick that you know what I mean. <laughs> if we were to become Escobar brothers, it's because I bumped into her out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, that was always uh, that one was that one was. Because remember, I, tra- I met her. Remember, and, you and met I her didn't know who I did. she was. Yeah, you, I remember was- you telling me after the fact. You're like, you're like, yo, bro, I met her before, man. I was just trying, I was trying to get on. He said, all right, you know what? It's a good shit, bro. I used to be so goofy. My game used to be so goofy, man. Uh, if I if I would have known what I know now back then, but it's it's probably best because I I probably would have had some kids or something. But like, damn, I used to be I used to do the most stupid. I used to be just obnoxious for no reason. No way. Like, when I liked the chick, you know what I'm saying? I just be like <laughs> immature, or, or or just try to say something that would be like lightweight, disrespectful, or something just to get her attention. It would be stupid. You know what I mean? Just stupid like oh you can't dress like some shit like yeah. like why yeah that is, that is ultra, that's ultra weird yeah but you know what's crazy about that is like even that like i met her on that i met her on facebook oh uh-huh. yeah like she she i put up a status i don't know what the status was but and I, we weren't friends on facebook but somehow she was able to see this status and she and she direct and she or private message or whatever it's called she messaged me and saying, oh, well, I hope I'm not like, you know, whatever you said in your status. And I don't know who this person is, but after flipping through her pictures, I was like, well, I can get to know you, right? So, I mean, you know. Next thing you know, she was in my parents' bathroom, and I was with her cousin. Her cousin did one of the funniest things that had ever happened to me, and it was hilarious. I'm young. I'm over there upstairs. We in the bed, whatever, making out, whatever. She's like, do you like pain? And I'm like, Whatever, like in the moment, I'm like, yeah, sure. This chick just started fucking scratching in my back. 
She just fucking, <laughs> she fucking takes her fucking nails. And it's like, oh my God, what the fuck are you doing? No, I don't like pain no more. Stop. Uh, man, you regretted that immediately. <laughs> Yo, that was weird, man. Bro, at this point, we're so far off topic with this podcast. I mean, they mentioned the Facebook dating app. And I think we just kind of ran that down a rabbit hole. Facts. <laughs> but I mean, but there are definitely some other things in the podcast that uh, that caught our attention. I mean, you got anything? Well, one thing that I noticed about this podcast is there's a few things I noticed. But one of them was that they just say some random funny shit in every section Every every episode that is just random as hell that just makes me like fucking audibly laugh out loud because it's just random out of nowhere and like I have I kind of have a list. All right. Um. So one of those things was opioid is a keloid. Oh yeah, because they're trying to figure out like uh, saying that like crack is whack. They're trying to find out like some sort of uh, slogan, yeah, for uh, opioids. That shit was hilarious because I just was like, "Yo, what? Like, who who comes up with this random ass shit?" Another one was like during the personal policies episodes, the dude was like, "Whatever you're into, whether it's pussy, dick, ass, earlobes, and that shit just the earlobes or that <laughs> shit." <laughs> Just kind of made me fucking laugh. Because <laughs> as much as All niggas right. talk about me and my love Feet. for toes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Earlobes is like even like a, a another deeper cr- criminal link, as I would say on the fucking uh, Joe Button podcast. On, I think it was the court episode, but it may have been another one. They brought up, they asked the stupidest question ever. They asked if Avant was a one-hit wonder. Do you remember that? That was on the Eve Eve. That was disrespectful as fuck, that, man. That was, they did an entire episode about um, giving flowers to artists who aren't really hitting anymore. They played, um, I don't know if anybody remembers Profile. I, I, for whatever the reason, I, I specifically remember that song, Liar, and I remember every single word to it. It was, it was She's sick. a liar, a cheater, deceiver. Yeah. A heartbreaker, right? It was. I remembered every single word. To it. it was. It was. It was disgusting. But as soon as they were talking about these one-hit wonders, or you know, people who just never blew. Hold up! Is that the one where they? Uh, no, it's not. Never mind. This nigga also said people still playing footies in 2019. That shit made me laugh. Yeah, hey, I don't remember that. It was the personal boundaries episode, and he was talking about. I guess the one dude is supposed to be. People view him as being a playboy within the gay community. I think I know what you're like, talking about. Yeah, yeah. Get some dude was there with his date, and yeah. uh, he was trying to play footies with that dude, and that shit was just random as hell, man. I don't know. I don't know if you caught anything, any random ass quotes or something that I mean, they would be throwing out. Not quotes, but they're like little things that they would talk about that really made me scratch my head, or or at least. I thought would create a bigger, a larger conversation for there was an episode. Did she uh, add Brown gel? I, I must've skipped past the part where they actually talked about Brown gel or whatever. But at one point, Fran was talking about 
listening to people eat and watching people eat like that's a thing like there are people who do podcasts or like they'll do movie reviews and they'll eat popcorn or eat other things while they do the review and like that's the draw is the fact that they're eating while they're talking and which is crazy to me because that that would drive me crazy because one of my biggest pet peeves in a deal breaker is like people who chew with their mouth open or people who I can hear chew. Like I remember I yelled at my roommate in college once because we were watching television and he was chewing so loud that it was just like, bro, can you chew with your mouth closed, bro? Like, and that's how bad it was. So I can't imagine that there's actually like this entire, you know, like fetish for people who like, or an audience for people to listen to other people and watch other people eat. That was weird. I did. I've seen some of those videos. I seen. I, I saw that this one chick who was all on Facebook eating crabs and shit, and, and dipping the shit and 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 butter, and it's just like I don't. Mm, mm. It, it's just people got do have some weird ass fetishes, man. Like, um, do you have any friends who who chew with, who to chew and with their mouth open? No, man. My old roommate from college but that's it like i said i don't really i don't i can't hang out with people who i see their food while they're eating or i can hear their food while they're eating like that 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 irritates me i bet you have some friends that you haven't ate with then we're not friends i mean if we don't break bread together we ain't break bread together that's true i i think somebody said you you're really a friend when you break bread and you you go on a road trip with somebody that's that's what og told me once I mean, everyone knows someone who's into something weird. I mean, off the top of my head, I, I can't think of the weird. Oh, you know what, man? I had an employee, and he would be like, oh, she looks so good. I wouldn't even be mad if she took a dump in front of me. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, what do you, what do you mean you wouldn't be mad if she took it? would like I, That was, like, one of the weirder things. And, again, I don't know if he had, like, some sort of, like, you know what I'm saying, woman in the restroom fetish, but I just thought for him to say that, that was just the weirdest thing to me. Well, a couple of things. Number one, I was kicking it with this young lady and she was really just like too comfortable too fast. And I was coming straight off of a relationship. This is oh, this is the same girl who uh from the lap for a couple episodes ago who like wrecked her car trying to get over to my house. Man, this is like the but like her third mention. <laughs> yeah, second, I guess you get started about a lot. one in this episode. I remember like I'm I'm I'm, I'm like Getting about to cook breakfast or something. I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? She's just like using the bathroom with the door open. I'm like, what the fuck? Then she's just like walking around naked. And I just was like, yo, I had to just be like, yo, you 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 getting a little too comfortable right now. Like, that's not how we rock. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not. If if I'm in a committed relationship with you, you still gotta like wait like probably three years before you can do that. All that, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially shit with the bathroom or, or piss. I don't know if she was sitting or pissing, but regardless, it was wild, man. It was too much for me too fast. And I had a roommate. She she was walking around with my roommate in here naked. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was wild. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't know. I mean, people. some people are into, like, strange things, bro. That's all That's all I can say. I don't really they talked about that they uh, really got into was, um like, Area 51, and um, kind of like other mythological creatures and if they're real or not. I think that was like a pretty brief discussion, but it was interesting enough that, you know, <laughs> that I wrote it down. But um, I'm guessing you believe in, you know, I'm, I mean, what, I, I feel like we had a conversation about Area 51 before. So I used to read 
adult books at a really young age. Um, like pornography? Nah, just like grown up books. And like, I was like, like pornography, third grade reading John Grisham and pornography. shit. And um, I read this joint when I was like, maybe fourth or fifth grade about Air, Air 51. And they just described it in grave detail. And like these people trying to, who used to f- test fly these saucers that um, were from other planets and all this kind of stuff. I always had some kind of interest in it because I had the knowledge and it, it, it just, I could tell that its description of Area 51 wasn't just like some made up shit. It was based on some research and stuff like that. You could just tell from the writing. And so I put all that to like the back of my mind, but then recently, and I'm this is probably the thing that made them bring up Area 51 was like, you heard all these people talking about storming Area 51. Like, let's see, let's storm Area 51 and see those aliens. And that came about from a Joe Rogan podcast. And so Joe Rogan is like, I think it's the most popular podcast in the world. And like, he just interviews cool, famous, or just cool people. And he had interviewed some dude who used to work at Area 51. Um, And like the dude went through all these struggles because the government tried to like basically destroy his life and say he never worked there and all that, but it's been proven and verified. And, but as he was going through his description, it brought all the descriptions back from the book. And I was like, oh, they must have got it from his description of Area 51, man. And, like, I definitely believe that we have these um, these vehicles, these this technology that's from another planet that's here. Um, and I definitely believe that there's life on other planets. So it's... It just really get like after after I was listening to that podcast, it really just like changes my perspective on things because we'd be so worried about like the minute the minutia that we go through here and the things that sh- stress us out and all that. But like we don't even know we really don't even know what our purpose is. Like it just puts things in in perspective. Like makes you think of like who, who humans are as a civilization and less less about who you are as an individual. And it just it just makes you feel like that not as important. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, yo, I'm just one person who's been here over the course of this many years. There's another civilization somewhere else that has this going on. And like, who knows how important we are in the big thing, scheme of things. Who, what, what role does God play? Is there a God or are we... Uh, a planet that's subjugated to another planet. Like, it, get, it just gives you all these fucking things that go through your brain, man. I don't know. That's that's kind of like, kind of, uh, when I when I, when I when I listen to that joint, it just, it was part nostalgia and part, like, a part of my brain that was, like, something that was my brain that was, like, in stealth mode until it was reawakened. You know what I mean? Dormant, I just, Yeah, dormant. That's a good word. It was dormant, bro. Definitely something to look into. Um, and I, I have a feeling that we'll talk about this in another podcast. Well, I want to talk about another species, though. There's been a species that has... It's not a new species, but it's it's a species that has taken over the world, like, recently. Like, particularly in the United States. And it's just thriving. And it's not bad. It's not good. But it's just a unique species. And the species is the sassy nigga. And this podcast the friend zone podcast is an example of how sassy niggas 
are thriving all over. Examples of sassy niggas include Jalen Ramsey, Lil Uzi Vert, these two dudes. And so, and and what I realized is I'm sure, and obviously there's a woman that are sassy. Cardi B's sassy, right? And um, actually Cardi B's a good example because one thing listening to these episodes reminded me of is like how much gay niggas, sassy niggas, love female rap. I literally have nothing to contribute to this topic. <laughs> like, not, not, I, have, I have nothing to contribute to this topic. I mean, there's mad references to Cash Doll. There's references to uh, fucking Little Kim. There's references to uh, Kaya. It's just interesting how, like, uh, throughout all generations, like that, the largest fan base, one of the largest fan base of, of female rappers, has always been like uh, people in the gay community. Really, like this, this podcast. One of the things that's interesting is, is I feel like in this podcast era, you just have everybody is just able to speak freely and live their best life, and it just like allows you to like kind of sit in in conversations that you normally wouldn't be in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, on the wall. Yeah. And and I and I listen to this podcast made me think, I was like, do I have any gay friends? I thought about it and I was like, I don't know if I have any I know I have gay acquaintances. And then I real then I just went to homecoming and we'll go more into detail to that. But I, I would my first roommate from homecoming is gay and he uh we had a real conversation about a relationship he just broke up with his boyfriend and he was going into grave detail about shit and i just i think the friend zone helped me to capture that and i he was going and i just handled the grave detail i didn't have any like like crazy look on my face or nothing you know what i'm saying we was just having a real ass conversation so i thank the friend zone for uh helping me to to build that friendship if you're stronger you want to go out for omelets with him? How did that strengthen that friendship? I mean, what what changed? I mean, are you going to like call him? I mean, you already established him like talking on the phone or texting back and forth. So I guess you, you're not going to poke him. They removed that feature from Facebook. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what's left? Are you going to like more of his pictures? You know what I'm saying? You're going to like not, cut him on his status? I mean, what are you talking about, man? Explain did, to me what you're talking about. That's not how you determine a straight relationship. I'm just saying. It's like when motherfucker going through some shit, regardless of sexual orientation, motherfucker going through a breakup or something, and y'all can talk about that shit. Like it was even when, like I remember when I went through my breakup with my ex, and I drove back uh, from Charlotte to Pittsburgh with M, and we were just talking about that shit. Like it was just a, it just brought us together even tighter because we we was able to like. Talk about our experiences, how to bounce back, talking about women in general, all that kind of stuff. And so, like, this dude won't even invite you to his wedding. I would be heartbroken, but I would not be surprised because he keeps us this away from all his white friends. Yeah, man, he's already married. We don't even know about it. Yeah, that, that may be true. Yeah, but man, anyway, they've been dating this chick for like two and a half years, man. We, you found out like a year and a half ago or something. Yes. And I just, ha- and that was only because I happened to be at the same bar on the South Side that they were in. And I, and I was just like, oh, and she has a cute friend. I wonder what happened to that friend. That friend was bad. But anyway, 
Um, I mean, that that friend is part of M Secret Life, so you'll never meet her again. That may be true. That may that may be very true. And supposedly they had like broke up and then got back together since. But I think they've been living together this entire time. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Like whatever, man. Whatever. Moving on. These motherfuckers don't care on the pod. Listen to podcasts. I know they don't care. Yeah, but I think with all that said, I think now might be a time to take a break. Actually, we'll catch you guys after the break. All right, so we are back. Generally speaking, what are your thoughts, Kyle? Like, okay, so you're not asking me to give it a rating. You're just overall thoughts. Yeah. Overall, this is probably not a podcast I listen to again. Um, it was cool for what it was. It had some some humor to it. I mean, I, there or I probably laughed more at this podcast randomly than I have at a lot of the other podcasts we've done to this point. But it's really long. Like, you know, they could be up to two hours and it feels like every bit of the two hours. And of that two hours, I'd say an hour and 40 minutes of it is probably useless. I mean, for my for my point of view, it was useless. I mean, there's probably parts that other people like, like the recaps of the reality shows. I'm sure people will like um, certain people who watch reality shows. They probably get them. People who say girl. And, you know, as noted earlier. And um, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just not the podcast for me. Like it's, uh, it's just not the podcast for me. They had, um, I, it's just not for me, man. That's all I can say. I, I don't really have a whole lot to it. Cause even in this podcast, you see that we did more, discussion about topics that they brought up without even really referring to specifically what they're talking about because the podcast wasn't really that interesting I guess at least not to me I mean they said some things that made me want to talk about it but not necessarily anything that I don't know was like kind of unique to itself I'm not sure if that makes any sense yeah I mean they definitely do, do some cool things I like how like they have a somewhat consistent format the questions that niggas ask is 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 pretty funny. There's things that I would probably want to steal from the podcast and maybe incorporate into ours. But I agree, like I I will probably never listen to this again. However, I am glad I listened to it. And I think if you were to listen to it and you are more your interests are more aligned with ours, then a good place to start would be uh, with the uh, boundaries episode, um, because that was by far like the most uh, thought-provoking conversation. But I feel like a lot of it, our disinterest in the podcast, has to literally do. We're just in the different things, and that's and, know, and, like, and that's a lot of it um, because it's not a bad podcast. It's just really kind of niche. At least that's the way I see it, because like I said earlier, like I feel like my wife could listen to it and just love the podcast, not the part about the reality shows because she doesn't watch those reality shows, but just like the boss up aspect of it, like things that are going on in celebrity culture that, you know, you can really get into. But I don't pay any attention to that stuff. So there's a lot of stuff that they're talking about that just didn't hit with me because I'm like, I don't really know who they're talking about or what they're talking about. Because even the little Fizz uh, Omarion thing, I didn't really, I've, I've heard, overheard things about it, but I didn't know a lot about it. But had I not known who B2K were, was, were, whatever, 
if I didn't know who who the group was, that would have had absolutely no bearing on me, and I would just you know I would it probably would have been just a throwaway portion for me. So I, I think it has. I think a lot of it just has to do with me not being really familiar with the subject matter. By the way, I recently saw April Jones. She's bad. So I'm I'm glad I I did do have that knowledge. Um, and it's funny because there was. A, I know I said they were the antithesis of the Joe Button podcast, but more recently, the Joe Button podcast is starting to like touch on some of the stuff they talked about. You know what I'm saying? Because they just had uh, um, April Jones reference on one of their shows. But yeah, I, I, I agree completely. I also think that if you are in a part of the country where, or just in your everyday social life, you don't have. Uh, access with people who are in the gay community uh, and you're curious those conversations in their in their culture I think is a good place to learn um, I mean not, not that the gay community is a monolith you know yeah I, not, not that it's uh, a monolith but the fact that this is probably like part of the representation and like even just being uh, going to college in Atlanta and going to Morehouse like it it does capture a certain aspect uh, of the uh, that community. So, like, if you want to uh, see things from a sassy nigga's point of view and a kiki kind of perspective, this is a good um, podcast to listen to because um, you ain't going to get but so much sass on this podcast particularly. Um, right, so, overall, what, what would you give it? Uh, let's, 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 I'm not, before we go overall, let's, let's break it down to sections. In terms of funny, one to ten, it's probably actually a seven, maybe an eight. The host, that's so subjective. I mean, for me, I mean, I think that's the point. Yeah, for me personally, like uh, the host, I would probably give a four. But the 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 girlfriend, she really reminds me of somebody I actually know, and I've been trying to figure out who it is, and I can't think of. Who it is, but she seems so sweet and all that kind of stuff. How about you? What about your funny and and your rating of the host? I don't know. I feel like these are really weird breakdown. I mean, the host part I understand, but the funniness or the humor scale doesn't make a lot of sense to me. We've done it in other episodes. I know, and it didn't make sense then either. I didn't ask you what made sense. I just. I just told you to give you a motherfucking rating. On a on scale of door knocker to whatever, how useless is your humor scale? I'm not even on, I'm not even on usefulness yet. I didn't get to the usefulness. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm talking about the usefulness of your humor scale. It's <laughs> a <laughs> damn door knocker. That's what it is, bro. What the fuck do y'all think, people? We might have to get your opinion on this shit. I don't like the, how this dude want to shit on the, the program. Put a lot of time and a prep in this motherfucking... Yeah, I mean, nah, bro. You laughed once and was like, "Yo, we should have a humor scale." Like, don't act like you put a lot of thought into this. Whatever, man. Anyway, yeah, man. As far as the host are concerned, though, um, I would probably go maybe a seven because even though I didn't find the podcast like super interesting, I would, you know what? I'd probably go seven or eight. How do I put this? They're good at what they do. Like, they're good hosts. You know, I mean, if you can listen to the podcast. Um, they're, they have really good chemistry with each other. The subject matter, that they, that's a fact. The subject matter that they talk about, they're very knowledgeable on, um, whenever it comes time to give their opinions, they're very well thought out. They're very well articulated. And I mean, they're, the hosts are likable, you know? So if they were talking about something that I actually cared about, 
then I believe I can still listen to the podcast because they're good hosts. Granted, we're doing this. We're listening to the podcast to review what the podcast is. So, you know, I was going to listen to the six episodes anyway, but it'd be much more difficult to listen to six episodes of a podcast with hosts that I couldn't tolerate. Gotcha. Usefulness in your life on a scale from adult Mark to X videos. What is the usefulness of this podcast? You literally what's the difference except you got to leave your house. The difference is adult Mark. You go to adult Mark for videos and DVDs. You go to X videos to stream porn. This isn't one of your better ones, man. I'm going to just throw it, it out. It is. Adult Mark, Mark is useless as fuck. Is it, though? I don't see the point. Because I feel like... It's we, great. No. 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 no this How one. do you get your porn? If you're getting your porn from Adult Mark, that's not useful. Adult Mark is not useful at all. I think it's useful. I just think it's not efficient. It's not, it's not fucking useful, bro. How? Okay. Do so you even have a DVD player? I have an Xbox. Which is a DVD player. Would you ever watch porn on, on your Xbox? I'm not other people. I'm not a person who goes to adult market. I mean, it's not a... Bro, you're not thing. 78. <laughs> you don't got to be 78, man. There are people who like go to those places. Like Ultimately, the same, at the end of the day, it just takes someone longer to do what the other person already did. And then they go there, and then they go to a private booth and masturbate. <laughs> Again, I don't know anything about that. Like that's outside of like my realm of knowledge on this on this specific situation. Well, there it is. You don't have enough knowledge to, on, on this subject. No, to, I mean, but ultimately, okay, to poo poo it. I do, I do. Just like just off of like the logistics of it. I mean, because either way, you end up with porn. I mean, you just one person, just like I said, one just. Took- I end up with porn. I can't watch because I don't have a DVD player set up. Or most people don't have a DVD player set up. And I don't want to fucking go through it. I don't want to watch it on my goddamn desktop when I could just simply go to www.xvideos.com on your desktop. and search whatever I want. On your desktop. Now, I don't watch porn on my desktop. That's foolish. You watch it on your phone? Yes. With your camera? Like, you try to, like, enlarge it with the... <laughs> <laughs> I only watch videos I create now. <laughs> no, nah, man. It, like, no, nah, man. I'm no. Nah, I, I just, I just don't. I don't. I don't subscribe to that, man. I think this is more like you know, X videos. You don't subscribe to? Well, no, I wouldn't. That doesn't make sense. I mean, I don't even think you need a subscription, right? I mean, you can. You can subscribe to channels. For what? Ah. Uh, Really want to know for what? No, nah, I'm good. So anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna explain, bro. I don't know. I, kinda... I don't watch porn stars anymore. I only watch amateurs. <laughs> watch amateurs. So that's why you want to subscribe. It I'm might be somebody new, who got like... <laughs> like there is no. Well, maybe we should talk about it. Amateurs. What's more useful, an amateur or a, a porn? Porn stars are are damn near pointless these days. I don't know, man. I think I think it should be from like motherfucking like Cinemax, man, to the Oh, Cinemax is definitely pointless. That's what I'm saying. Even man. if you're trying to learn, that's straight softcore porn versus something that you actually want to see. But actually, but when you're when you're 11, Cinemax plays a role. But man. when you're 11, you can't go to Adult Mart. So 
You can't, but you can go to X videos. <laughs> well, I, I, no, no, because I mean, there's probably a screen that says if you're not 18 years old. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the most effective screen ever. <laughs> You know what's fucked up? There's not even a string that says that on X videos or on board Oh, shit. Maybe some some senator was like, oh, that will show them. We got to we got to make that screen just like the parental advisory joint on, on the fucking uh, CD or on Spotify. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So we, what we're doing from Cinemax to X video. You just want to show that you are fucking came up with a better idea. Cinemax, I guess, is pretty useless, especially to an adult. Yeah. But, you know, women, I feel like Cinemax is more for a woman's sensibilities. I feel like maybe. I feel like Zane books are more for a woman's sensibility. And isn't Cinemax the, the visual version of Zane book? I don't know, because I've had women tell me that they get more from, like, reading erotic literature than actually watching porn. So. That's porn. But I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the. But Cinemax is, isn't really porn. I don't know if that goes into that. But I'm saying, like, the visual of Cinemax doesn't match whatever their imagination is while they're reading these books. Oh. But it, it is more of a storyline. It is more like. It depends what you're into. Some of these chicks just really want to get like a train, a train ran on them. So, (laughs) 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 So, (laughs) yeah, Cinemax. All right. So on a scale from Cinemax to X videos. Uh, Podcast is closer to Game of Thrones, I guess. Uh, (laughs) I've never watched Game of Thrones, but I've heard enough about it. Because don't people fuck dragons in Game of Thrones? Don't fuck the dragon, but they, they're a lot, there's a lot of nudity and a lot of sex, but I mean, a lot of sex. I know there's like uh, incest, a lot of incest going on in that joint. Yeah, there, there's some of that. There's definitely some of that. I'm trying to think of what's um what what's closer to about a three on the scale of usefulness. It's a, it's a three, because <laughs> it's, not, it's yeah. not really useful at all. I mean, actually, it'd probably be less than a three as far as usefulness, because I, I didn't really get a whole lot out of it. I mean, it was useful in the fact that it exists and we listened to it and we reviewed it and we just did a podcast on it. Fact. So it's useful to us, but only us. (laughs) (laughs) If you're doing a podcast about podcasts, um, then it could be very useful. It could definitely be useful to other people, just not not to me, man. I don't know. I don't know how useful gossip is to anyone. That's fair. Even if you are interested know what they're talking about i just don't think it has a necessary use for your life unless unless if you're working in a hair salon and you're looking for a better way to relate to your co-workers then this will be very useful because everything that these motherfuckers talk about is what we'll be talking about in the hair salon actually and that is also a perfect way to like describe this pod, the, their podcast, the Friends Zone podcast. It's like being in a goddamn hair salon. Like in the hair salon, you got the women there, you got the uh, the handful of gay dudes who are also doing the hair, talking about girl. Da-da-da-da. That's what it's useful for. So boom, 
So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that is on a scale of one to ten, but okay. Uh, yeah, that's the only. I don't know. I don't know what it is on the scale. I, I agree. It's about a three. No, it's about a, It's a one in the, in the usefulness for everybody who isn't working in the hair salon. I think. I think that's it. And it's been a long ass podcast. It's been a lot longer than I even ex- expected it to run. Uh, let's put a bow on the friend zone. Uh, were you entertained by our rundown of the friend zone? Did we capture it in the proper light? Let us know. Hit us on Twitter. If you think it's more useful than we found it, I mean, let us know. I mean, tell us uh, what you like about it. Tell us what you didn't like about it. But mainly tell us what you like about it, because I think we already know what you don't. I mean, and apparently they have a a real big following following and a real big interactive community on Twitter. So uh, we want to make sure we we have that, too. So, So let us know at About Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Later. One.